What's up, YouTube? I'm Robert, and this is the Biker Bar podcast live stream. Oh my God. It feels like it's been a long time since I've been on, and it's been a week. So I don't know what happened in the last week, but I think maybe I, I stepped into like a time vortex or something like that. Who knows? I apparently do not because it just, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. Weird week for me, I suppose. Hey, everybody knows. And if you don't know, this show is brought to you by everybody on Patreon. So if you're not a member of Patreon and you would like to help support the channel and keep these podcasts going, swing by Patreon. That'd be pretty slick. And you can uh, pick up a sticker pack if you're in the $5 club. If you're in the buck club, you can just use the coupons that I have on there. Either way, I post like, I usually post my videos up there early. Um, early could be like an hour early or a day or two early. Who knows? It's usually early though. <laughs> Outside of that, uh, it really just helps support the channel. So like I've said before, man, you buy a beer at the bar and you give that dude a buck. You feel like that was worth it. He just poured a drink for you. Here I'm entertaining you. So throw a dollar at me like a stripper. <laughs> Except for one of these days, I'll do the truffle shuffle for you if I get enough people on Patreon. So check this out. I have the podcast too. Leave a review for that. If you um, if you listen, I like, I like looking at the reviews. If you want a little bit more content, but you don't want to pay for it, go to Instagram at BikerB1 or Facebook, same thing. Um, if you guys super chat, I'm super stoked because it's always fun to see those pop up and I don't always get to like acknowledge them, but Hey, it is definitely appreciated. So I do have one thing that's a little out of the ordinary here in the beginning spiel that I want to show you guys. Those of you guys that are listening and not watching, just trust me. It's really freaking cool. So I got this biker B1 beer koozie and it's a slap koozie as well. So Bam! Just slap that thing right on my wrist. And you can put this on your down tube so that this is actually the real reason that I, that I made these originally was because of the down tube of my bike was getting scratched whenever I would go uh, shuttle. And one of my buddy's racks or uh, tailgate, tailgate covers came with these. They didn't say biker on them though. I was like, I'm just going to buy some blanks for mine. And then next thing you know, I'm making these. So... <laughs> You can, you can either keep your beer cold or your bike safe or do both. So if you swing by shop.biker.com, you can pick one of these up for five bucks. But maybe for like the next week, I have another link on there that if you buy three of them, it's only $10. So $10 for three cold beers or three safe bikes. And um, outside of that, it supports the channel. So I'm going to partake in using a biker koozie throughout this episode with my hidden ipa in there for those of you guys that always want to know what it is it's a track seven panic it's a local one here a really freaking good ipa and um let's go ahead and get started so all right let's do this today we have uh james which is from the jc trails channel if you guys aren't familiar with him we're gonna find out all about it <laughs> what's up Dude. guys how you doing <laughs> Not bad, man. How you doing? Good, good. You know what? Here, but you know, hanging in there. You know, I asked you this a long. I asked yeah. you this a long time ago, and I think it just dawned on me tonight. I was like, man, why does he go by JC? And then I was like looking for like what your your Instagram page was, and it said James Chu, and I was like, oh. <laughs> you know, I, actually, I got the like the name from 
you know, one of the OG guys, BKXC. I'm like, oh, he uses his, init his initials, but I don't ride XC. Right. Uh, so I was like, all right, my initials and then trails. And it kind of, <laughs> I think it sounds pretty good. It's yeah, like, no. JC trails. And then every time I ride with you guys, you always call me JC. So I think it sounds cool too. So yeah, you just ended up with a new nickname, huh? Yeah. Uh, I used to be JC when I was a little kid. It was Jimmy and JC. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody in the comments, of course, says Jesus Christ, but we've all. <laughs> <laughs> he's like the jesus of mountain bikes with no hair or followers well i guess you have some followers we got over there on your channel now like fifteen thousand, thirteen, fourteen, 13 14 almost sick dude it's good dude. There. yeah i know man it's crazy i mean i remember when we were all at like a thousand yeah or we're, like, we're like battling to get that thousand then we got it just yeah. in time before youtube changed the whole way you can monetize your channel and everything so we're like yeah 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 definitely got yeah. it squeaked right in there man so what's new man so those of you guys that don't watch um now now you got me confused whether i should call you james or jc i'm just call me whatever you want right so what why, why don't you give me a little like lowdown on what your channel is for those people that don't know what it is yeah sure so started the channel i had no rhyme or reason just wanted to take a gopro in my head mountain bike and show you guys what i do and then I kind of evolved, I think, for most people know me by is like for bike reviews. Mm -hmm. So like my local bike shop did a lot of demo bikes and I started doing like stump jumpers and this and that. And those get a lot of traction. So a lot of people knew me by that. Yeah, and totally. Then, like a lot of people, actually, a lot of people found me first. Um, and I think that's how you found me is because I mountain biked with my wife. Yeah. And then yeah. we used to fight a lot. And yeah. I didn't edit anything out. I loved it <laughs> how it really was like. Like a marriage couple, like a married couple, like right. you, know, you go do something, an activity you enjoy, you don't get along sometimes, and you fight about it and you <laughs> in front of each other. So, I think some people enjoyed it, like you, and a lot of people hated it. Really, some people hated it. Oh, yeah, oh my god, but your man, wife's freaking hilarious. She's so mean to her. I'm like, no, that's just our relationship. Yeah, we're I didn't, I didn't realize you were getting, other. yeah, I didn't realize you were getting the hate because, like, to me, I totally got it. I was like. You guys are just like ruffling each other's feathers, but it's like not yeah. like not like you were seriously doing it. So yeah, that's and funny. Then a lot of this stuff was just like we bust each other's chops, right? And this is how we that's how relationship is, and a lot of people didn't get it, so it was fine. But I think I got a lot of followers or subscribers that way. And then, yeah, uh, the bike reviews are probably the bigger thing. And then after that, it just kind of you know I could do whatever like a trail review or you know, and the people would find that and you know find me that way but mostly i think it's because of the bike reviews that's what my channel is kind of about i try to review just bikes and how they feel um mm -hmm. and now people send me free bikes so to test not to keep but to, like they send me bikes that are not even out yet so i have another bike review coming out uh, three days four days i think people oh. are gonna be pretty stoked about it not even released yet really yeah you think i'm gonna be stoked about it everyone it's not oh, i was gonna say because you know the only bikes that i ride are like what that yellow one is in the background there right yeah. <laughs> Santa Cruz, but it's something uh, i guess even bigger oh shit so stay tuned for that Maybe dude we all know you're a specialized fanboy dude you don't need to lie to nobody. <laughs> <laughs> i ride santa cruz and specialized because my local bike shop sells them oh yeah cheaper you know what i mean if you, you have a good reputation at your local bike shop they give you a little cut yeah, yeah, they yeah, will. So usually. it's like it's hard to like go to another brand, and the bikes are so good these days. It's hard to right. find a bad bike. Well, that's uh, the thing with me and Santa Cruz. It's like, why, why do I need to ride some other bikes? These, these ones seem to be working out just fine for me. You <laughs> <laughs> save yourself a lot of hassle. That's why I go through bikes so fast. Because yeah, like you know, you, like a lot of people are like you have another bike. 
another bike is every like month sometimes I have a new bike yeah i don't even understand it dude like you don't even have the bikes long enough to like make them like to really at least in my opinion to like really like dial into the bike uh, i kind of i kind of get the gist of it now so like this the mega tower i have right here i'll pan the camera over so i got the new fox fork this is your second mega tower too this is my second one correct so the first one i really didn't give much of a chance i don't know why i even got rid of it um Probably because it was like, like, you know, when I used to be single and I was like dating girls, like I wouldn't, I would always break up with them like after 30 days because like, I felt like that was enough time that I could get away clean, you know? And I feel like that's, I feel like that's how you are with your bikes, dude. I think you might be right. <laughs> I don't want to get detached to one bike. I want to like, right. my options open, you know, I'm stuck with one wife already. So I got to right. have my bikes. <laughs> I got to have my bikes open. So, um. Yeah, so I feel like I'm dialing in this mega tower. It's the first time I've run like the Santa Cruz uh, reserve wheels. Mm -hmm. I'm totally stoked on those. They're great wheels. The ride quality I haven't is really good. Yet. Yeah, they're really, really good. Um, which which uh which which size are you riding? 29er. Um in the uh inner inner uh oh uh these are on the mega tower 30, 30 minutes inner width. And then I got a uh, 27s in the bike shop. I haven't even gotten out of the box yet. Uh-huh. And uh, I'm telling those you are going like my trail bike. Like you my, should try the wide ones, dude. Like the uh, 37s? Yeah, you should do that. Honestly, I dude. I those on my hardtail. I had the, yeah. like, I had Revolves, though, like the Specialized brand. Mm -hmm. And then I had the 3 tires on them. Mm -hmm. the two I think there were 2.8 tires on it. And it was actually really good because it had that little cush to it. Yeah. But I, I still wash those tires out. Like, if I go into a corner, like, I can roll mm -hmm. the tires. So, I think I had to put, like, a cush core next to my Yeah. I am. Um, I have a set of knights that are i think they're 45 on the inner so they're like super wide right yeah and um i have 2.8s on them with cush core they're normally on my chameleon and right now i'm w waiting on this wheel build for my my bronson so i've been riding those tires on my chameleon or on my bronson and i would have never put those wheels on my bronson like right. other other than this circumstance or if like for other reasons i was like having the wheel rebuilt or something and i i'm kind of like loving it i really, really? didn't think that i would enjoy these that much dude like i had like with my old bronson right before i sold it i had two sixes on that front and back for a while and i and i didn't like it i just felt like they just weren't they just weren't right you know right and I ended up riding with the two six up front and then a two four on the back. And I was really kind of digging that. But these two eights, dude, like, I, oh my God, I can run a lower profile tire, like the recon. The recons, yeah. And, 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 it, and it's still like, it, it rips, man. And I, even with, you know how dry it gets out here in NorCal. Yeah, like, dust bowl, yep. yeah. And like, it is still like hooking up even when I was 300 pounds. And I mean, it's not like right. I'm freaking light now. I'm still 260. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Like, and uh yeah dude the, i and and i would have thought you know oh man they're just gonna they're gonna roll so much slower or whatever and I, i'm like pr and all my climbs i mean some of that yeah it's probably i'm in much better shape right now but yeah <laughs> the other end of it is like the, it's not slowing me down obviously right you know what i mean because actually the two eights there was like a i forget which one of the mountain bike channels did it like you know the ones in europe the bigger ones like bike mm -hmm. radar or, one of or gmbn or something like yeah, that yeah and they did the which tire rolls faster? Uh -huh. Took like a two eight or a three zero like specialized purgatory tire. Uh -huh. They did it like in the two five or two six size, and then they did it in the two point three. 
And uh-huh. you'd figure that 2.3 would roll faster because it's like smaller, you know what I mean? Right. Thinner, less friction on the ground, but actually the, the plus tire beat it all. Beat them all. Like, yeah, that's that's the thing that's blowing my mind, dude. And like yeah. and part of it is me, like I'm a bigger dude, obviously, right? So the grip for me is just like this is this is probably what it feels like to ride a two three or two four as a, like a skinny dude like as yeah. a JD, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but like like the grip is just like it's phenomenal and and I don't know you just got that little extra cushion. Like originally when I built those wheels like that, it was like predominantly built around like the hardtail. I wanted extra like right. suspension, yeah. you know, and then I put the cushion core in them so that like you said, you know, you don't roll them as much in the corners and like it stiffens up that sidewall, which it really does well. And, um, yeah, I, I, um, I, I'm blown away. Like when the new wheels come in, my new ones I could put from a, like a two, four to a two, eight on them. And I'm already like, maybe I should just put two eights on them. Yeah, you know? I mean, that's a cheap upgrade. You know, you always could change the tires. It doesn't cost that much. It's cost, you know, right. maybe $120 and you got different subs, but yeah, because I, I have the two eights on my hardtail, and it feels fast. I don't know why, because it's almost the size of the twenty nine er tire. So you have the roll, yeah, the twenty nine er, yeah. And then it's just you have so much confidence when it gets sandy, and we, yeah, like, like here in Mass, there's a lot of like almost beach sand in the trails when it gets yeah rain. So like when you're going in the corner and you push, it just kind of hooks up. Even yeah, like, you know the big. Yeah, we have that in Tahoe. That same thing because the granite just breaks down to sand. So you'll be like cooking down some trail, and all of a sudden you're like, "Oh shit, I'm at the beach," you know. <laughs> so maybe that's part of the reason that I'm liking it. I don't. I don't. Yeah. I mean, it just really, really surprised me. Like honestly, I would. I C Lock got a, a, a the same Bronson as me just recently. He the new one, one, right? Yeah, yeah. Yep. And um. You know, before that, he was running like two, three. Like he went big on tires, like like first. I was whenever we first met. You know, yeah. and we're hanging out, and then he like he ramped back down to like two, three, fives. Yeah, and um, and maybe me or maybe like a two, four or something. And I remember telling him like, dude, um, these bigger tires, you're you're gonna like you're gonna be surprised. And he's like, yeah, whatever, shut up. You know, I just kept buying the same thing. And then he got that bike, and it had two sixes on it. And he's like, yeah, I'm not putting anything smaller than two six on this bike ever. <laughs> you know you just gotta run what works for your area like a lot yeah. of people rag on the plus tires because they ride like hard packed clay trails like bike parks you know what i mean like packed yeah. berms and it really is like i've ridden the bronson there with the two six tires mm-hmm. at a bike park and you just go in those turns it's like the tire just goes right off the rim oh and yeah even, even probably with cush core i could probably rip it off the you know like oh wow almost and then you have to put so much air pressure in it, it defeats the purpose of having like a bigger tire. Oh, I see what you're saying. So like it gets to a point when you, you ride such hard berms and stuff like that. You might not Maybe it's different it. in different areas. Yeah, yeah. But I think it works like when it's like where you ride like Auburn and stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's all like blown out and dry and dusty. <laughs> it just <laughs> fucking blows. <laughs> it works probably perfect there. So right. I complaining about it too. He had like the 5010 and he was like, he's like, F these freaking two six tires or whatever it's just yeah they're not accurate i can't squeeze through rocks but i think part of it too is the rims that he had at the time the internal was wasn't as wide so now he's on like a 35 and um that's the same thing like for me um i mean the ones i'm riding right now like i said those things are like stupid big yeah but um i think i think that's part of it too is that if you're 
if you're in, if you're in, I can't, I'm like drawing a blank on that freaking word right now. Somebody in the comments, or maybe you can like the, in, not the, it's not inner diameter. It's like the inner width. Inner width. Yeah. Is it that simple? Inner width. That's awesome. Great. <laughs> <laughs> so the inner, I want to say diameter so bad though, man. You don't even understand. I do too. But like one of my friends always corrects me too. Like I'm like, like a, if I do like a bike review about whatever, and I'm like, oh, the bike has 30 millimeter inner diameter. I'm like, Shh. and he's like, no, it's width. So I never forget. <laughs> yeah. It's width. Like, Sweet. Yeah. yeah so I, I, I think that really, like if you have, if, if it's too small, like, like, right. Especially if you're under 30, I, I think then it balloons the tires a lot, you know? Right. And so when you get these wider ones with nice. the wider tires, then it flattens it out some. And yeah. then it makes that that corner like really like prominent when you're rolling into the corner of the tire, yeah. you know? Because it makes it feel like a normal tire pretty much. Yeah. Wide rims. It does. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't so, have as much wash. But they are yeah. heavy. They do weigh a lot. Yeah. I mean, but so do I. So... <laughs> Like, like there's a lot of ways that I could probably lose the weight of whatever that tire is. Like one of them would be like, take a PRD before the ride. And it's like, oh, wow, I could ride these now. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> Speaking of weight, Robert, uh, I've been watching, you know, your series on your other channel, like your normal, the bike. Yeah. Channel, yeah. And it, you've been doing great, man. I yeah, dude. Like the last good. video you got down on yourself and I was like, why? Man. I must really be like an asshole to myself because like I, I am, I'm, I'm like a battered wife to myself right now. I'm like, I don't see it. I don't see the problem. Like I seem like I'm really nice to myself, you know, but every video I post, everybody's always like, man, you really don't need to be so hard on yourself. And I'm like, yeah. I, I don't, what, what was it that makes you feel that way? I mean, when you, so when you talk about the weight, number one, I mm -hmm. said, like the last video you, you filmed yourself like lifting weights, you're doing like lunges, you had yeah, yeah. bells. So you have to think of like your weights changing too. You're changing your body composition from, you know, some beer drinking stuff to like muscle. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So, and muscle weighs more than fat. So it's like, yeah, you can actually probably stay if you wanted to get, because you have a big frame. Yeah. You're like, you're never going to be like a 170 pound guy. You just, yeah, no, that no. You, have, you have big hands. You've, you're just big dude. Yeah. Um, Huge. You could probably still weigh 260 and, you, and you would be, you'd look skinny if you yeah, like, yeah. lifted like heavy. You're into that scene. I mean, yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, like, so like a scale's not everything, you know. Yeah, I know, and I totally know that. I think that's one of the things that I'm going to touch on the the next vlog is like, because I've been taking measurements and stuff like that. Like right. I, I, and you know, and a lot of the stuff that people say in the comments is like, yeah, dude, I know that. I just haven't like you, you, you know, as a creator, like you can't yeah. say everything that you want in 15. Right, minutes. the video would be like 30 minutes long. Right, <laughs> you know, and and people, and it doesn't matter what you say too, like you're only going to appeal to like 30% of the people, the other like nine, you know, the other like Haters. rest of them are just all going to tell you that you're wrong, you know? Like, yeah. so <laughs> you, you got to kind of do what you're doing, but I, but I do want to, I think that's what I'm going to rip around on, on this, this next one, which is probably going to be the last one of the series for a sure. while, because like at this point, it's not really going to be very exciting because I'm not going to be losing like big numbers. Right. Like, at this point, like I, I, my body's at a point where it's like, all right, you're not a fat ass anymore. And yeah, you're in super good shape. So unless you're going to like not work anymore and just like work out all day long, you're not going to make like crazy gains like right. you were before. You know what I mean? So right. I'm either going to get repetitive as hell on the, on the vlog or, or I just need to like spread them out. So it's going right. to be like after this next one, which is kind of wrapping it up with, uh, 
with Josh and the and the competition, then um, then it'll probably be a couple months until I till I put another one of those up. So, um, but anyways, yeah, losing train of thought there, man. Shiny ball, um, squirrel. I, yeah, yeah, right. I think like to, I'm gonna talk about like the the measurements. You know, obviously yeah. the the muscle weighs more than fat, and then I I want to hammer on like how much my level of fitness has changed you know, and right. like how, how that's really changed my writing. Cause, um, or, I mean, actually nobody could listen to it. We could just talk about it now and then we'll, <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Yeah. I, I just, no, no, you don't have to apologize. Honestly, nobody listens to this thing anyway. You see the videos, like you see like the first video, you know, when you cut back to like the first one, uh -huh. like video, did you cut back, back yeah. the timeline and you see your face like physically change? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. You're like, okay. You're yeah. Right. And then you're like this. Like, yeah, you know, right. Like, yeah, yeah, totally. Dude, you're making gains, and you know what? Who cares about anyone else's things? You're doing great. It's helpful. yeah, yeah. And you're riding. Isn't mountain biking a little bit more fun now? Because you can, when you climb, when you do those climbs in like in Auburn, like they suck. That one road, like yeah. right off the uh, Clementine the bridge yeah. there. You can't forget it's that like one. Fire, but it's so boring and pointless. <laughs> but it sucks. It's just like this. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. not bad now. Yeah, it's definitely not as bad. I yeah. think, like. I, it's hard to say, you know, like on one hand, I want to say, yeah, dude, writing is much more fun. Right. But on the other hand, like if, if, if writing sucked as bad as like, we're going to talk about it sucks when you're fat, like I probably wouldn't keep doing it. Right. You know what I mean? So like, it must not have been that bad. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, yeah, I, I would say the thing that, that feels best about it is like, like the other day, Sealock and I went on this ride and we were like seven miles into the ride and already like 22, almost 2,300 feet of climbing. Right. And he was like, dude, let's go get some beer and some chicken wings. And I'm like fucking with him. Like, come on, dude, you don't want to do this other climb, you bitch. You know? <laughs> like, like, and it's stuff like that, that feels good where it's like, oh, wow, right. man. Like we both finished that ride at almost 3000 feet of elevation. Wow. And we're like, and we're still like, you know, if somebody called us up and was like, hey, you want to go hit this? We both would have been like, yeah, cool. Let's do it. You know, like we go that down. Feels good. Yeah. And that's where you're like, dude, that's that's awesome. You know, where in the past I would have done half of that ride. We would have went and drank beer and ate chicken wings. And then I wouldn't have done anything for like three days. You yeah. know what I mean? That sounds good right now. I want some chicken wings. So yeah, now. right. I just want to I eat out in like a restaurant. I haven't like been out in so long. Just like normal yeah dinner with a lady you know and just have like a couple drinks and like a nice big meal and just mm -hmm. hang out it's just like i've literally been home for i feel like since march oh yeah no dude i totally understand where you're coming from there because like and i think that's probably a good thing of why like i did this like weight loss thing when i did yeah because it's really easy not to do any of those things when you can't right. <laughs> you know what i mean like it's not like honestly like Otherwise, it's like, oh, yeah, I'm hitting this diet hard. And then it's like Wednesday night and somebody's like, hey, you guys want to go out to dinner? And you're like, yeah, sure. Why not? Yeah, why not? And next thing you know, you're like, you know, five beers in. And you're like, oh, God, I guess we did it again. I'll start next week. You know? <laughs> so. Oh, you know what? The biker bar is missing a bike. I always, I always, rat, I always ratted on you when, like, you know, the normal live streams. I was like, yeah. put the bike behind you. I want there to see you a bike. I got one right up up there. See, see right it, yeah. there, a little tiny bike up there, dude. <laughs> okay. You're, you're, so, am I good now? You're good. 
that's the same color as your Bronson. That's the color you have, right? The uh, the bluish one. The no, that's that's the I don't have that one anymore. The old the uh, teal one. Oh, you have a which one do you have for the lower one? Do you have the gray I have one? the new one. I have the gray one. I bought last gray year's one. model. Yeah. So ever yeah, since I, I saw that gray, I wanted it so bad. Yeah. I, I couldn't talk myself it. into it, you know. It's and then I, like the I, I kind of regret selling the Bronson too. I liked it a lot. I feel like you liked them all, dude. You're just like, like, oh man, I really liked that Mega Tower. Yeah, I really liked the one. It was like it didn't feel like a big bike when you rode it yeah. down like on normal trails. But then I brought it to the bike park and just smashed it. And I was like, this thing is so fun because it's it's the little wheels too. Like 20, I haven't yeah. been the twenty seven point five bike in a while. Yeah, just going around the turns is like so easy. I haven't been on one yet, but I kind of feel like they probably like built the perfect bike with the new fifty ten oh, with the way. With the way that the new suspension is on the on that they're doing when you know with the with the uh with with the shock down there like right yeah. real low down by the bottom bracket, like this thing it climbs amazing. Okay. And then something else about the geometry that's like and I'm assuming the 5010 is the same way, but like this new one, you just dip the handlebars and that thing just shoots around corners. Yeah. Like it like I think the Bronson actually corners a little bit better. Really? The front the front triangle is smaller. The Bronson's a bigger bike, not suspension wise, uh -huh. but geometry wise, it's longer. Right. It's got the whole longer slacker. It's probably about the same slackness, but it's it's got the steeper yeah. seat tube angle. But the front triangle right here is actually longer than the Bronson. The Bronson is like almost old school geometry now. It's kind uh, of crazy to say that. Hmm. The bike's gone so far. That's why I kind of circled back to the Mega Tower here. Uh -huh. so I first got the Mega So wait a minute, you lost me there. So you're saying that you think the 5010 corner is better or the Bronson corner? No, the Bronson corner is better. It's easy to turn a bike, I think personally, that has a steeper head tube angle. Uh -huh. The slackier it gets, it's some people say it turns better. I think like that's why XC bikes are so snappy. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Pretty steep. So the, it's not like railing a turn, it's almost just turning the handlebars, like tight stuff. But you I feel like the geometry of the new 5010 is like the old bronson but now with the new location of the the the, the shock and stuff right and i think they bumped it up to like out the door like it's a 140 up front now it's not 130 130 anymore right it's, yeah it tends 130 140 right yeah. so like i feel like that is like if you want a single quiver bike dude i feel like that's like the, the spot it's to be at pretty good it doesn't feel the bronson feels faster to me yeah it just, you know, I've ridden all these bikes. I've probably ridden all of Santa Cruz bikes. Yeah. And this one feels the fastest, the Mega Tower. Like, I'm downhill. Obviously, it's 29er wheels. The yeah. Bike, you can freaking screw down stuff. But the Bronson feels, like, maneuverable. Like, it still yeah. feels almost as fast as the Mega Tower, but I can place it where I want it. Like, I can pick it that's up. Why I, stuff. That's why I like 27.5, dude. Yeah. It's just, like, you. it. I always feel like with the 29ers that they, like, pick the lines more than I do. It's true. Like, like that's the way I say it, you know. I mean, you can still throw it around. They're definitely way snappier than they used to be, but right. oh, yeah. I always feel like, especially if you're like in that like crazy technical like chunk kind of stuff where you're like really trying to be precise with where you're putting your tire. Yeah. I feel like the the 29ers more like screw that dude. I'll just run over everything. Yeah. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it, it depends what bike you ride now, but like the, like the, the, what comes to my mind is like the new enduro, the specialized enduro. Uh -huh. That thing, it's basically a baby downhill bike. Mm -hmm. You can literally just close your eyes, put your hands, you know, yeah, close your it's, eyes, it's take out the handlebars and just go through rock gardens and it just, it just chews it all up. It's like and a 170, it isn't it? Hmm? It's like 170, isn't it? 170 back and front, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 129er too, right? And it's a 29er too. Yeah. 
Yeah, it's just like a freaking monster truck. Yeah, and just like how they did the kinematics and all the suspension stuff, it just, mm-hmm. it just the back tire tracks the ground. Like the, the the mega tower feels more like a trail bike to me now. Mm-hmm. Because a lot of trail bikes I've been riding have crazier geometry than this. Mm-hmm. So I had a stump jumper Evo right before this bike, which mm-hmm. you can bring it down to like 63 and a half degree head tube angle. Oh, wow. That's like crazy but, slack. Yeah, and you ride it on your local trails and you're like, whoa, this feels kind of. That would be weird. That's like, like way. I feel like that's too slack, dude. But when you bring when you bring it to the bike park, the thing freaking rips. Like it's uh-huh. so fast, but it's a 150, 140 bike. Uh-huh. So you the back end would get overwhelmed a little bit quicker. Like when you're going uh-huh. really fast through rock gardens. I mean, uh-huh. I, I'm not that good of a rider to even push it that make it go that fast, but uh-huh. a couple of times I tried, you could feel it like it skips. And you know, uh-huh. mega tower, it kind of soaks it up where the enduro would soak that stuff up and make it, you know, a little bit easier. Uh-huh. So like one of my friends who has the Sun Jumper Evo, he he's he's nasty. He's a really good rider. He has a YouTube channel too. Uh, YouTube channel too. Live free and shred. He's an adventure. Right. He rides the uh, Evo and he smokes everyone. <laughs> he's, a, he's a good rider. He knows how to ride a shorter travel bike. He doesn't like the big, you know, enduro bikes. So like, it's just your style. You know what I mean? Like you like twenty seven five wheels, buy it. Yeah, dude, ride what makes you happy. Yeah. Oh, oh Michael, yeah. Michael. Michael Glidewell here says, is this the Santa Cruz channel tonight? <laughs> I'm talking, Michael, we're talking about specializing Darrow and, and Stumpy Evo right now. What, what else do you ride? Didn't you have a Fazari for a while? Which one? I had the, like the, I, had the, I actually bought the, which one? What's it called? I can't, I'm something peak, Soul Peak, Soul Peak. Yeah, the Soul Peak. I bought that one like two years ago when it uh-huh. kind of first came out. That bike ripped. Yeah. And the reason why I sold that one is because it felt more like a trail bike to me. Uh huh. Say it's a big bike. It's like you know, one fifty, one sixty. Why are you buying these big ass bikes, dude? Because my understanding of like the channels or like the trails of where you're at, they're not like. No, they're, they're pretty tame. It's yeah. not like a bike park. Like if I drive two hours, then it's big bike park stuff. Uh huh. Like you know, like it's like my park bike, and then the trails like I've been. So like, like you're I've, talking about park, like you're talking about like. Like they like lift access kind of stuff. Okay. Yeah. Like you're smoking down, you're hitting rock gardens at a million miles an hour. Uh-huh. Okay. Like stuff that's worthy of a big bike. Okay. I got it. And then my local, that's why I always have like two or three bikes. Cause then I have like a hard tail, like just do the smooth stuff. And then I have like a, like a normal trail bike where you can kind of do a little of everything. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, but I had a little soul. I bought that bike just to see how it felt. I was curious. Cause it was like one of the first bikes that had a really steep seat tube angle. Mm-hmm. At like 78 degree, which is still steep. I think it's a little too steep, mm-hmm. um, which puts you above the pedals. It climbed like super well, but it, I think it felt kind of weird when you're pedaling like normal trails, you know, like being traversing. Yeah, that was when I interviewed them, they were talking yeah. about that seat tube angle. Like they were really, they were really hot about it. And it made yeah. me want to try it, but I never, I've never been able to throw a leg over one. So yeah, it's a little, it's a little weird. It, it pedals nice. It, it, I mean, it, it's really good on the climbs because it puts your weight on the handlebars. So you're like, you know, you get that feeling when yeah. you're on a hill. It kind of really steep sections for like those punching ones. The, the front end kind of washes. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, loop out. That thing yeah. just stays and you can motor right up. Right on. You just so put all the good. And then they just came out with their new bike. That's the one they gave me, like the, the press bike. I had it for like mm-hmm. basically two months before they released it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's Delano Peak. That's a good trail bike. That's like a one bike you, you could own. It's like 135 mm-hmm. travel on the back and with a 154. Yeah. So you can ride like XC trailers or go to the bike park with it. And I did both and it handled everything pretty well. I'll give Didn't that. you buy some e bikes for your family? E bikes? Yeah. 
No, I thought you had an e-bike there for a minute. Like you bought one for your wife or your daughter or something like that. No, no, no. I had I had the Santa Cruz for a while. Just, just yeah. as a demo. Yeah. Uh, the heckler. Then, she loved the heckler, and then the lady rode the Levo for a while. It was a demo uh-huh. too, and she was like, "I don't want any other kind of bike." She's like, "This thing is fantastic." That's sweet. <laughs> Oh fun. man, dude, we've been talking all this time. I never even hit the stupid thing. It's like I forgot how to, to be on. There we go. Oh my god, now everybody knows your name. I mean, a minute ago, they're like, Who's this fucking jerk? He's talking to, right there. yeah, right? <laughs> right? I was just looking at the screen, I was like, It doesn't look the same as it normally does. What's going on here? Sorry, I freaking shiny balled you. <laughs> so um so she's like she's ready to be like full e-bike family and you're you're like we're not doing this before. no we're not gonna do it. there's just too much money too like yeah. i could buy a dirt bike for that price i mean i guess all these other bikes i have are the same price as dirt bikes but yeah i don't know i'd buy e-bike i don't know if i i should buy one now so leading into the e-bike or from the e-bike leading into injuries so right. you know everyone on who doesn't watch my channel who don't watch my channel i'm injured now yeah, I, I tore my ACL like a year and a half ago, mountain biking. So didn't you? You did that on a video too, didn't you? No, I didn't. I didn't hurt it on. A, I was like, mm. There was one where I saw you take this, like you were trying to do this big jump, and you just freaking ate it something fierce at, at the, and it was like I want to see you were in the, like the PNW somewhere or something like oh, that. Oh no, that's I landed was... my head on that one. I <laughs> <years>. <laughs> that one was like three years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, this was yeah. many many crashes after that. Yeah, it was like Seattle. <laughs> That definitely was that, was. that was a bitch. That hurt like a mofo. Yeah. So what happened? How, how did you injure yourself? What, so this is like a year and a half ago. I'm riding my local trails. And I, I hurt myself on the climb. <laughs> That's how bad it is. So a lot of our trails, are like, a lot of people can't ride them because there's, there's slow tech. Uh-huh. So you're climbing up something like, you know, like, here's my bike. Here's like yeah. a rock. You have to punch up this rock and then balance on it, like almost hop, and then turn mm-hmm. and then go down it. Mm-hmm. But you're doing this in a climb, so you yeah. Need to so so it's like a Sedona kind of thing. It's a lot of stuff like that, but they're all man-made. Like my buddies build these things, so right? Crazy. It's all janky. The rocks move when you're on it. <laughs> so I got to the top. I didn't. I'm trying to hop, and I just lost my balance. I jumped off the bike, uh-huh. and there was bushes underneath it. I landed in the bushes, and then my ankle rolled, and then my knee went with it, and popped uh-huh. my ACL, tore my meniscus like three times or whatever. And, this and, is my third ACL tier, though. My third yeah. one. You're like a veteran. Do you get like a discount or something? <laughs> the guys, I mean, the doctor is like, it's at least it's easier to, I know where to cut because there's already a scar. He just cuts longer. He just star. like, just gets right into it. Like the perforated part on the box from macaroni and cheese. Sticks <laughs> <laughs> his thumb in real hard, just rips the top off. And he's like, all right, here we are. <laughs> but the thing that sucks with the injury is that, so you've been riding for like a year and a half like that, though. Like, yeah, obviously, so, it's not that bad, right? You know, so when I first injured it, it hurt like a bitch. It was all swollen. It was mangled. Yeah. Um, I couldn't get it fixed, number one, because we had a vacation the next week. Uh-huh. So my wife was like, there's no way you're going to be crippled on vacation. Right. So I just iced the hell out of it. I put a huge brace on it, and I just went on vacation to the, uh, what do you call it, Punta Cana. Mm-hmm. And then when I got back from vacation, it felt pretty good. So you're like, fuck it, I'll just keep riding. So I just kept riding and riding, and then I was going <laughs> to fix it April of this year, so it would have been a year anyways. Right. Uh, but then COVID-19 happened, and then, you know, we call it elective surgeries were just put on the back burner. So, right. How's that? But the thing that's frustrating is because it doesn't hurt when I ride. It actually feels better because, you know, like, the, it's low impact when you're pedaling. Uh-huh. Fall. Right. 
And <laughs> it, it, it kind of hurt because my progression of riding and fitness level was like, it's never been so good. Cause I've been riding like almost every day, like you, uh-huh. so like we've been talking about earlier, it's just like getting to the top of the climb. I'm not even sweating. I only have to bring one water bottle with me now because yeah. you know, like when you're in better shape, you drink less water for some reason. I don't, I don't dude. I mean, I, I, I sweat like a freaking crazy person, dude. <laughs> Like it's, it's nuts, dude. Like even when, when I ride with people, they're always like, like I have one of those, uh, one of those headbands. I can't think of the name of the brand halo. And like, Oh dude, I I take it off like every like 10 minutes and I'm like, just, just squeeze it. And it's like a half a gallon of water falls out and everybody's like, what the hell are you doing, dude? You don't (laughs) even understand, man. But yes, I definitely do drink less. Cause like, I think if it wasn't for, the level of fitness that I'm in right now, like I would still be carrying my camel back. And, and for whatever reason, like I'm like almost never riding with a pack at all. Like yeah. not even a fanny pack. I'm like two, two bottles on my bike and I'm, I'm straight unless yeah, it's so super it's like, hot. Yeah. It's weird how you can just like you, your body gets more efficient, I guess, or whatever. Yeah. So I reached that pheasant, like level of fitness. I've never been at like mountain bike wise. Right. I've been like kind of in shape. Like, cause I lift weights and yada, yada, right. yada. Like I just been pedaling so much that it was just like, it was like, oh, do I really have to get it fixed now? Right. And then like something just clicked to my brain that it just says, you can send these things now, these big jumps and drops and just do it. And I've been, I've been doing all these crazy things I've never done before. Like there's big <laughs> hucks that, you know, like most people don't do it. Right. Even, uh, Brian at what do you call it? BKXC. And I rode with him like in July. Uh-huh. And we took him to a place called Vietnam. It's, it's called Vietnam. That one that you were doing, it looked like a big G out, but you were like jumping into the G out. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah. I know. one where like, it's just a straight drop. I yeah. I shot it. Yeah, it's like a, like a G'd out big time. Like I yeah. It. But on camera, you know, it looks like this one, two, and you hit the ground. Right, right. But if you were there, like, it's hard to capture even on camera, but if you're standing there watching, you're like, holy crap. Like yeah. Just fucking yourself off a two-story building to flat. Yeah, that's the thing that sucks about freaking making videos for for the internet. You know, it's like yeah. it never looks any anything like it is in person, and that's why I always tell people like if you see something that looks like hairy it's, online, yeah. it's like stupid bad. Yeah. Like it's it's like ridiculous. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, what's his name? Like his channel, like BCPOV. Mm-hmm. Like he'll post something. You're like, doesn't look that bad. Right. Like when it's something steep, but he puts on like 18 different cameras. Right. So like it kind of looks steep, but you know, if you saw that in real life, dude, it's good. You're like, fuck no, I'm not doing that. I'm gonna yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Cause you see the way that guy rides, you know, he's like, he's like dialed. You, you know what I mean? Like that guy's like, he, he knows how to ride bikes for sure. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he can ride bikes almost as good as I can drink beer. Like, almost. <laughs> <laughs> I'm close to you. I can hang with you, bro. Let's get yeah, out. Can, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel man, it's been it's been forever, dude. It's been forever since we've been able to twist the cap together. Anyways, oh, but like I was saying, like like it's just crazy, like how that stuff looks in person compared to comparatively. You know what I mean? Like oh, yeah. there's rock rolls where we're in Tahoe and like all me and my buddies are all standing there looking at the thing for 15 minutes before one of us like nuts up enough to do it, yeah. and none of us are like crappy riders. You, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. You take a picture of it though, dude, and it looks like you're like, uh, what, what, what's that? You know? Yeah, like, yeah, it's 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 whatever. It is what it is. You know, I can usually tell by the stoke of the person when they get to the bottom. Like, you yeah, know, they get that if they clear it. Yeah, they're like, oh. But when you really like, when you realize how bad it is when they fall, yeah, that's when you know it's steep. 
So like I was riding in North Conway. It was like it's becoming a new mountain bike destination in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. It's uh like the town's North Conway. It's usually a ski town, but they're trying to make it like a, a mountain bike destination. Yeah. Like you yeah. heard of um what's it called in Vermont? Kingdom Trails. Okay. So like it's like a place where like people travel from all over the world to go ride. Right, right, it's right. It's like the most buff terrain you've ever seen. It just flows. Like my kids could ride it. It's yeah. really it's user friendly to everyone. So North Conway is like this new town like that. Uh-huh. Coming like that, they're trying to take their ski, you know, infrastructure and make it a mountain bike town. Yeah, yeah. They're like, they hey, trails that look like time. yeah, they have a couple of trails that look like nothing. And like mm-hmm. I made a video on one of them it's called Kindinar. Kindinar. It's from like the old war movies. Uh-huh. You know? There's one section where the rock is like that. It's like steep. And I, right. the only reason I you knew it was steep is because I fell. Like I almost went over the bars. Like I went, dipped into it and I went, poof, and it threw me out the other side. Like I, you know, I did the wheelbarrow. Yeah, yeah. And then landed on my face. I mean, I went over the bars, but. Oh, wow. It's just like, that's the only way you can tell that something's like dangerous. And this is what you're doing with your torn meniscus. So, so if anybody hasn't put it together yet, JC Trail's kind of a little bit crazy. <laughs> You got to send it sometimes, you know, I just know. a little bit crazy. So like, what was it? Do you think that like made you decide that you're ready to just start like hucking off of stuff? Cause I mean, when we rode together, like it wasn't like you were afraid of stuff. I mean, you did, I want to say you did like a little gap that we, when we were in UC, like that yeah. was like, probably like a, an eight foot gap with, you know, like, off, yeah. weren't you, didn't you jump over my head? Yeah. Yeah. I jumped over your head. Yeah. 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 So, I mean, right. So it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't like you were coming from like, totally like keep your wheels on the ground to but like yeah. i definitely have seen some of your li- li- like more recent stuff and i'm like dude this guy stepped it up even more now i don't even know if i can hang out with this dude yeah it's just you know i've been riding these young guys so you'll see a video come out mm-hmm. um, in like three or four days when this bike reveal uh-huh and i'm filming with these other guys these, i mean they're like high school kids mm-hmm. we're in the bike shop we we got the bike from a- yeah the bones are all still made out of rubber yeah, they're, and they're just nasty riders. Right. So I'm following them, and they're just towing me into these jumps, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to do it. Yeah. And these are jumps that I'm not comfortable with. They're like, they're more like BMX jumps, you know, like uh-huh. jumps, like the lips like that. Yeah. You got yeah. to have proper jump technique or you're going to land on your face, and I do all of them. It's just, right my mind just clicked. And I always done that stuff when I was a little kid. Like uh-huh. when I was like middle school, high school, I always used to do big jumps. Like I raced like, you know, dirt bikes. I raced yeah. BMX. I did a lot of stuff. But then mm-hmm. if you don't do it for a while, you kind of lose it. Yeah, totally. That's where I'm at. I, we used yeah, to hit. That's all we did when I was in high school, like in middle school. Like we rode BMX all day and like yeah. jumped over everything. Yeah, like if yeah. we weren't in, if we weren't jumping something, we weren't riding our bikes. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, so it's just kind of clicked, I think. Like I yeah. it again, literally. Yeah. And just my riding is just you know got much better. And then with the fitness, so being fit is huge. You can probably relate to this, Rob. Um, when you're not, when your heart rate's not out of control, let's say, you know, like you make it to a climb, but then all your buddies you went with, let's say you're a little fitter than you. Yeah. And then they automatically just go start going downhill and doing all this tech stuff and jump. Yeah. Your heart rate's like through the roof. You're like, you're, you're breathing through your eyeballs. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're doing that, your mind is like kind of shut down. You know what I mean? Like you yeah, can't yeah. concentrate on like the features and all the stuff you can do. Right. So me being fit, even I weigh a little bit less now. I weigh like eight pounds less than I normally do. Uh-huh. Um, I can just calm down and actually take in all the jumps. Like, so when I do stuff, my heart rate's way lower than it usually is. Yeah. And so I can concentrate. Yeah. No, I agree with you there. I feel like I've definitely been, been in the air a lot more since I've been more fit. And I think some of it too, is just like having the core strength to throw your bike around and stuff like that. 
like like whenever you're just smoked you're you're like your legs and everything like you don't have that extra like juice to do to do that you know yeah <laughs> like the thing i noticed more too is like i'm pedaling way more on stuff that i would have just coasted on before like does that make sense where like yeah. I would cook in before. I mean, I, you know, you rode with me. It's not like I was a slow rider. No, you, you know what I mean? But I would have been letting gravity like dictate my speed more. And right. you know what so I mean? And now, yeah, you weren't pedaling on the slide down. And now you're putting like, five yeah, now I'm like, oh man, this yeah, is yeah. not fast enough. Like I need to get quicker on that or I need to get through that, you know? And so that right. your speed more on maybe some of the rolly stuff where before it would be like, you'd lose your speed halfway up it and you'd have to like, downshift down you know or whatever like really get up it and where it's like now you're like kind of skirting over the top of it and because of that then you're not using as much energy so you could ride through this trail and at the end you're actually working out less than you used to you, you know that's what I mean? true that's why you you look at the times of like if you follow like you know look in strava and like certain segments especially in like auburn there's a couple of trails that do like that up and down and like the roller coaster yeah. like you're talking about and you look at the times you're like this dude is 10 minutes faster than me. How's that even possible? <laughs> right. And then you, you then you're like what you're talking about, you link in those sections. Like you, yeah. you're not coasting, you're pedaling on the downhill and pedaling up and you're staying in the same gear and the same cadence. Yeah. And then you burn off like six minutes off your time. Like boom, yeah. PR instantly. So yeah. it's like, yeah, it just gets easier. Everything gets a little bit easier. I think when you're, you're in shape. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mean, and jumps, everything. Right. And I mean, it's like, like, it, like that's obvious, right? You know what I mean? But it's like, still like, when, you know what I mean? Like when you say yeah. a sentence like that, you're like, yeah, everything gets easier when you're in shape. Well, no shit. But, but like, for some reason, you know, like, but for some reason, like you, you don't really grasp it until you kind of like actually change your fitness level. Yeah, you actually do. Yeah. 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 Like, and I've been super fit before. Like I've been, like, I mean, the reason my goal is set at 220 is because I've been a 220 rider before. You, you know what I mean? And it was kind of like what you were saying earlier. Like me at 220 is like, like I'm still like a really big dude, but to me, I'm like super skinny. You, yeah, you know what I, mean? I, I, I can't even imagine you at 220. Yeah. Yeah. The same. You have like big legs too. You're not like, you're not like a, it's not because you have fat legs. You have like muscle legs. Yeah. I mean, those, the only those, place your chicken wings are probably weighing like 50 pounds each. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah, I mean, like, when I put on weight, dude, it's like all in in the movies in the belly and like a yeah. little face, you, you know. Like other than that, like when I did measurements when I started, I didn't even bother measuring my arms or my legs or anything because I knew it's going to change by like a quarter inch, right? You know, I mean, yeah, not, you're going to get more ripped on your legs or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not going to it's not going to be anything where yeah, exactly. Like even my waist, like from from two twenty to three hundred. I went from a 36 to a 38 waist jeans. Like, wow. like I don't like, I just get fat in the belly in the movies, dude. I got freaking tits for days, dude. <laughs> if I was a stripper, man, I'd be freaking making money right now. <laughs> I know, I watched the last video. I'm like, dang, that shirt looks big on you. Did you purposely wear like a bigger shirt or is this like your normal t-shirt? I don't know what I was wearing, but you're wearing I like a white, like biker t-shirt or something. And you're, like, you're doing your intro. And you like the, the t-shirt literally looks like you're like you know when my kids go to, like they wear pajamas. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Big shirts. Down. Like that's what it looks like you're wearing. I'm like, what the <laughs> hell? I'm like, get a shirt that fits, bro. Right. I think that shirt is I think it's a shitty cut, dude. Tell you the truth. I um I when I I made that shirt for uh Teespring, and I am definitely smaller than I was when I first got it, but uh I wanted the one that like had all the sizes 
to right. get from like extra small to like six extra large, you know what I mean? Or like whatever it was. Cause like yeah. I, I had done one a, a little bit before that and somebody was like, they were like, dude, all us big guys, we can't get that shirt, you know? Cause it was like, went up to two X and that was it. And I was like, Oh, I didn't even really think about that. That's fucked up. You know? So I picked that one, but I don't think that the, like, it's not very like the cut isn't good. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. It's just like, like a square. Yeah. And maybe it'll yeah, like dial in once it's been washed a few times or something. I don't know. That's what I need to do. I need to make some merch. You're like the king of merch. You got the best shit, dude. You I got feel- boozies, you got, <laughs> you got stickers, you got t-shirts. Right. And you got like, all, like, do you have mud guards too? I did for a while with my face on it like this. I remember that one. I wanted to <laughs> That was awesome. I think I might have one of them left. Oh yeah, here, look. I'll put it for the, you guys that didn't get to see them back in the day. Those here are there it is. Look at that thing. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that a Richard design sticker? Yeah, Richard did that. Yeah. Of course he did, dude. He just he tried to talk me into it for a while, and I I wasn't having it. He was like, "Dude, let's make let's make some. Let, we'll do this with your face on it like this." And I'm like, "Nobody wants to see my freaking mug on a sticker on a like." He's like, he's like, "No, we can make like a mud guard or something. They'd love. It'd be so funny." And I'm like. Nobody wants to be riding bike looking at my big fat face, dude. <laughs> like, no, because it's different. I put it on there. Yeah, I it to me. Off, so they're gone. I think I have one. I think that's the only one right there. So mm. maybe I should make some more. I was thinking about making some more. That design that's on the uh, koozie. If yeah. here, let me see, I'll pull it back up here. It's got like a like a bunch of little like bike parts in the background. And I was thinking about doing a mud guard like that with this like almost exact same. Um, here i'll put it up close oh, yeah. so you can see it's like frame oh, yeah. and pedals and oh that's cool yeah, have, like, and a yeah yeah so i was thinking about doing a mud guard like that that has that kind of like in the background and then just the, the biker emblem on it that'd be pretty cool that'd be a cool what, t-shirt too yeah yeah what really started it was um i'm, I'm gonna i think i'm gonna do like a different thing on patreon where like if you join this Patreon, like for like, like an expensive one for like 25 bucks a month, you'll get like a couple of koozies, a hat, uh, like a, like an Arctic tumbler with the biker emblem on it and like something else. Like there was like a, like a, like a bottle opener or something like that. Like just a handful of stuff, you know yeah. what I mean? Where it's like, like legit, like, hey, dude, you're giving me 25 bucks a month. Here's a fucking boatload of stuff. You know what I mean? And and um, that's pretty good. That's a deal. Do yeah, deal. yeah. So I mean, and at the end of the day, like, realistically, like people are doing it to like support the channel. You're not really doing like, like when you sign up for the five dollars for the like sticker right. pack, like you get a sticker pack. It's not like you get a sticker pack like every two months, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, it's so, it's like, like saying thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so but I saw that um single track sampler had something like that on his. I was like, man, that's a really good idea. Cause I, I've always wanted to have like another level on there, just because like some people will be like, Oh, I wanted to give more, but you only had the five dollar one. And I'm like, Well, you know, you can like just put your own number in there. Right? But I think just like if people see another tier, then they're like, Oh yeah, I could do that. You, you know what I mean? So and plus I just like Honestly, dude, I think I like making merch more than I like selling it. <laughs> I think you do too, too. Because you come out with like the craziest shit too. Yeah, like, I just like it's I like being creative. You know what I mean? So it's like to me, I was like, 
like I was explaining the koozie at the beginning. I swear to God, like I was looking, I just went to Amazon, was going to get some blanks. So I did, like didn't scratch my frame. Right. Cause I had, had bought these like little stickers. I forget what company they're from. They look like, they look like carbon fiber, but they're like little rectangles and I could just stick them on the bottom of my, uh, my down tube and then it wouldn't okay. scratch it. Right. But like the new Bronson and like that mega tower behind it has a piece there now. Right. But a lot of bikes don't have that. So when you put your bike on the tailgate, it gets like it'll scratch the paint under there. Right. It just so, it's all the rubbing, right? Yeah. Right. Right. You know, and uh, so I was like, my buddy or Sealock, you know him. So um, he had the the uh, tailgate that he had. It came with like those koozies, and I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like you can have a cold beer when you're done riding, and it's like keeps your frame. I was like, I should get some. Like I was just gonna get a couple, so that way when we were throwing bikes on my truck, it was like, you know, like not scratching everybody's frame up right right and then as soon as i start looking at the blanks i'm like man those are expensive i mean i can make some that say biker on it that'd be really cool you know and next thing you know dude freaking down the rabbit hole i go (laughs) i need to make t-shirts that's all i have stickers now yeah a lot of people have those but i just want like a t-shirt for myself yeah and like what's the best company to do do the the t-shirts through you know i'm 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 not crazy about Teespring, man. At last couple, I heard that, yeah. Like, and I'm, when I first used them, like back when BKXC like first like made some shirts with them, right? I had I want to say the very first biker shirts I, I made were on there, and they the quality was good, and I was like happy with them. And then um, I've been using a company called Printful for my for my website. Okay. And um, so you can like. I don't know if you're using WordPress or not for your website, but it has like a plugin. You can like plug it right in. It's like really simple to set it up. Or like if you have like a, I don't know, like whatever those, those other like Shopify kind of, what are those websites that you can build websites on? You know, you know what I'm saying? Like workspace or whatever. Yeah that, 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 yeah, that kind of stuff, right? So um, anyways, like uh, the Printful, like like the quality is really good. Like the shirt that I'm wearing right now, here, let me move my camera. Like I've, here we go so it's like the biker emblem here yeah a little hitting a booter into like a bunch of of cups right like you're playing beer pong except for biker i thought you was taking a piss like jumping (laughs) yeah no so so but anyways man that's cool i but i i made this shirt like i've worn the hell out of this shirt dude and it's still in great shape you know and um like the ones that like twice now that i've ordered because I always order the shirts myself first so I can see them, you know, before right. I put them on. And there's been two times from, from Teespring that I've sent my shirt back and been like, dude, this is not like, or called them up to get it reprinted because I'm like, this is not even where I put the logo. You, oh, you know sorry. what I mean? Yeah. Just messed up or like the print quality is like, like not, like I'm not happy about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, dude, I'm not asking people to like, like spend their money on something to support my channel that looks like shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, you want decent stuff. Yeah. 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 You know, and I, I, and I'm probably more of a critic than most people would be like, maybe everybody gets the shirt and they're, they would be like, this is great. You know what I mean? But to me, like, it, it's not like if that quality is not there, then I'm, I'm irritated about it, you know? Yeah. So, but, <laughs> Um, you could go to a place like, like Printful, like I said, or like, there's some other ones that I've used in the past too, that were pretty good. I want to say it was like Spreadshirt or something like that. There's a couple of them. But the thing is, is like, for me, 
is like finding one that does most of the merch that I actually want. Right. So like, like there would be one where it would be like, oh, I could find this one that has more like an athletic wicking kind of t-shirt on it, right? Because I that's right. what I really want to make for people when they're riding, right? Like a riding jersey. Almost. Right, right. Yeah. But just know like like a t-shirt, but that like like a gym shirt, you know what right. I mean? Like the like yeah. black color and material. Yeah, yeah. You can but you can sweat in it and it's not gonna like be like cotton where it just like starts rubbing you or something weird. Right. You know, and but then they won't have like the hat that I want. You know what I mean? So like Printful is the one that has like most of the things that I want to make. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, the one-stop shop's a lot easier. Yeah, yeah, because I don't have like, stuff all over the place. And I have some stuff on Teespring just because, you know, once you're over 10K on YouTube, you can have the Teespring stuff like right there on the page. Okay. So like uh -huh. that's pretty cool. You can like, you can make stickers and things like that. And then that way, you know, if somebody just wants to buy a one-off, it's like right under the video. You know, right. so it's not it's like easier way to advertise it. Yeah. Yeah. It's not like, hey, go over to this other website and then like, try to like try to get somebody to go to your website first to buy something like people aren't really like they don't do it. Like, I'll be surprised how many of these guys listening to this thing right now buys a koozie. You know, <laughs> I, I want to buy one. I want a koozie. Yeah. That's not perfect because you, you, you don't use a tailgate pad, do you? And you're trying I do finally. Like, I used it before. No, I used a blanket for like the last 10 right. years. Yeah. It's like, like a cardboard box in a blanket. <laughs> right. Well, and like I only used the only reason I got the tailgate pad is because the lady bought it for me. And like, I'm just lazy that way. You, yeah, you know what I mean? I mean, I never wanted to take it off or put it on. So I was just like, oh, this just looks like too much work to me. Because what is it? Like a fox, whatever kind the of. The one that I have is the, oh, I'm going to screw it up now. Oh, I have the race face one. I wanted, yeah, because it has like a big enough of a, a square in the middle of it that you can remove so that my camera would work all the time. Oh, so like I can, camera, yeah, yeah. Okay. Right, right. So like any any of the other ones, the lady actually bought me a different one at first. And I'm like a I'm like a serial gift returner. So <laughs> she she's no point even buying you anything. That's exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, why don't you buy the stuff that's on my list of things that I want? <laughs> Instead of trying to be all original. <laughs> but anyways, so um, yeah, so I, I got that one just because like, I was like, you know, if I get one, I'm not going to take the pad on and off ever. I, I want it to just be able to stay on there, but I don't want right. to like, not be able to use my backup camera when I don't have bikes on there. Right. You, you know what I mean? Especially yeah. with that thing. That thing's a freaking monster truck, you know? Yeah, so yeah. It's like, you need to like get that thing as close to the car behind you on a regular basis, you know? And I live yeah, in town too, so it's not like I'm just parking at Walmart, you know? Yeah. So, anyways, uh, so I don't know. I, don't have my, I, I just got a pickup truck like last year. Uh huh. And recently, and that's not bike related, but my brakes failed twice. Oh, really? Yeah, like the, the GMC Sierra has like a recall on it. Oh no! And like I'm driving my kids to soccer, you know, uh, practice, and then I jam on the brakes. There's no brakes, and then also I have all these warnings say brake failure, this failure. Oh, I'm wow. like, holy shit! So they fixed it. They said it was a software update. Fixed it, got it back. Um, it worked fine for like four days, and then the same thing happened to me. And like, so like where? Yeah, well, I mean, at least we weren't like going through an intersection with a red light, right? Thank God, yeah, because I mean, if there's anything in front of me, like you know, like you had to stop short, I would hit that like another car or a person. Like, so no you, I mean, did they work at all, or like you had to like 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 roll to a stop? They worked like ten, like 
imagine taking your mountain bike brakes and putting grease all over the rotors, right? But heavy grease, and then try to hit your brakes going on like the steepest downhill. That's how it felt. Right, right. So like they were stop, doing something. It was dramatically reduced, and you had to like really lean on. It's so like the power assist or whatever on the brake module uh-huh. failed. It's all electronic, I guess. Though I didn't uh, know that. Wow. So it That's failed crazy. again. I returned my truck, and now they have it for almost a week now. I, I, like they gave me a loaner, thank God. Like I have like a Arcadia GMC, but like yeah. my truck's gone. I feel like I wouldn't, I wouldn't trust it anymore. No, that's what I'm scared like, get it back. Like, I feel like I'd want to sell it. Like I'd want it to like take it back, guys. And it's like it's a known issue, but they never sent me an actual uh, like a recall on it, like in the mail or nothing. Yeah, so, right. So that's kind of like, scary. I don't know. Uh, yeah, they they'll just wait till enough people die, and then they'll be like, "All right, I guess we'll replace them." <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping that they'd say, "Okay, James, you know what? Come back to the dealership." Because the 2019 is defective. We're going to get you a 2020, like, AT4, like the fancy yeah, one. You pick yeah. up the color. I'm like, okay. I'll get yourself you a lawyer. Me. That might it might work out that way, man. <laughs> you know what? I probably would if I, because, like, when I was in the school parking lot, I almost ran over like a little kid. Like, right? starting across the street, I'm jamming on the brakes. Right. And, you know, he's just running across to get his mom, like, in another car. And yeah. Push it, and then there's, like, there's no brakes. And that's when it failed. Oh, man. So, a little scary. you know, I have a, you know, I have F-150 and uh, I've had now twice that they've replaced the throttle body because it just dies. So it's like, and uh, like, so you're like driving and all of a sudden it goes yeah. like, you, you get a big wrench on the screen and it, it'll go like two miles an hour and that's it. So like the first time it happened, I took it in and it was kind of like what you said. They're like, oh, there was a recall. They have a new part. We never yeah. told you. But we'll give you the new part. So they gave me a new part, which is like, you know, warranted for like a year. The year goes by and then like uh, in an extra month and it died again. So yeah, then the guy's so like, oh, well, that's weird. We've never seen it after we replaced it with the uh, with the the recall part. And I'm like, well, sure is weird to me, too, dude. You know, like <laughs> I've been driving for a long time. Let me tell you how many throttle bodies I've had fail. Zero. Let me tell you how many I've had with this truck now, two. And yeah. just the other day, it started doing the symptoms that I, I know it's going to die again. It's going to die. So at this point, I'm like, instead of buying, going back to the dealership and like, just like losing my mind, because like at this point, I know what would happen. I'd go in, they'd be like, well, it's not under warranty. You need to pay for it. And then I'd be like, you're high as a kite, dude, because <laughs> like three of these don't fail on a vehicle without it being right. your problem. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. So I don't even want to get to that point because there's a good chance that I end up in prison. So I'm just going to go buy an aftermarket one. So there's, I've been researching it. It's like 500 bucks though. And it's like, all right, well, I'm just going to do that because otherwise I'm, I'm going to go slap somebody, man. Cause yeah, it's frustrating because everything's so electronic now, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. You can't fix it yourself anymore. Like you can't even work on your own car because you need yeah. whole, you know, computer just so you can tap into it what's wrong with it yeah fortunately i think this is just a piece of it's just a hardware thing it's it's not going to be that hard everything i've seen on dude you watch youtube man these guys are like take you an hour here's exactly how to do it you know it takes an hour though does it It always takes me five hours like yeah that's why that's why i started watching youtube it's like how to like do some maintenance on your bike yeah guy does it in 15 minutes and i'm like four hours later i'm throwing a wrench across her i'm like Never takes, never takes 20 minutes yeah right the only thing i when i first started watching youtube the only thing i watched youtube was for like fail videos and cat videos right like that was my youtube experience for like you know like the first eight years 
And then somewhere along somewhere along the line, it was like, oh, my water heater broke. I need to learn how to fix it. And I could like type it in, and then there would be some dude with that same freaking water heater like fixing it. And I'd be like, oh shit, dude, this is pretty cool. And then right around YouTube, yeah. huh? it's crazy how YouTube evolved, you know, right? Because it never was entertainment, like you're saying. It was all like it was mostly how tos. Yeah. Videos. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Just like fail videos. You know what I mean? Like watch some guy roll down the hill or cars crashing and shit, you know? <laughs> now it's like when did YouTube. When did YouTube start? I don't even like, know, dude. Like I honestly don't even mid 2000s. Yeah. Probably early 2000s. I would imagine if you tapped into the YouTube whole fiasco yeah. shenanigans, like back in the day where you like, I always wondered about that. Like if I knew now, yeah, you know what? What what I knew now, I went back in time and did it all over. Like, if I would have started, it? if I would have actually followed through with the biker stuff, whenever I freaking purchased the domain and all that, yeah, I because biker.com was like a whole different idea before I got into it. That's what it is right now, right? So, and uh, if I would have done that at the time, I was uploading videos of rides but I was only using YouTube as like my host of the video. So like right. the whole idea was everything was on my website. It wasn't and like you put the link to YouTube. Yeah. yeah. Or it would be embedded into the page or whatever. You know what I mean? So it like, yeah. I had no idea like what a channel was, how it worked or any of that. Like I only made one so that I could fucking make these other videos. Right. Yeah. If I would have just like finished that project, I mean, I would have been like, I could be where like Seth is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Or, you know, because I was just, I would have been way ahead of the power curve, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you would have been the originator. Instead of yeah, like, but instead I like did what I normally do. Like I get all excited about some project, do like 80% of it. And then it was like, eh, let's talk about it for a few years. And just drink beer on the porch. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> so, oh my God. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Well, hopefully I get back to Sacramento soon and get some okay. rides in, man. So people that don't know, um, you're you're a pilot. Yes. Right? So right now the pilot industry is not doing too well. No. So um, yeah. So flying is dramatically reduced. So most airlines, to save money, they still pay us, mm -hmm. um, but they kind of pay us to stay home and not really pick up any overtime. This is the simplest way to explain it. Yeah. So before I'd pick up like, let's say I'm like, man, you know what? I want to ride with Sea Lock. I want to ride Rob. I'm gonna pick up extra to go over there like mm -hmm. above what I normally, my base pay. Mm -hmm. So now I just make base pay pretty much and that's it. I don't uh -huh. pick up anything extra. So I don't fly that much. I don't uh -huh. go anywhere. So I heard that there a lot, like some of the airlines were doing more freight flights instead of like, yeah, um, maybe like the bigger one. Like, yeah. So maybe like the bigger jets can do it. Like the planes I fly, I really don't carry that much cargo. Uh -huh. Like the Airbus and the, the Embraer, but uh -huh. like maybe Delta United, they had like, you know, seven, 67s dreamliner 787s like hold a lot of cargo uh -huh. so they might do it but like they still like fedex and ups do like 90 percent of the movement in the u.s and uh -huh. aircraft at least and you got atlas too like it's called you know dhl you remember dhl yeah yeah they're not really a company anymore but they oh they're like, not the name's still there the name is still there but they're like owned by like a bunch of other people so oh, like, yeah. atlas airlines and all these uh -huh. other ones you never heard of own it now so huh. yeah they do all freight so, I mean, originally you were flying all over the U.S., man. You were like, you were getting a ride everywhere. Oh, and I miss it, man. Like, yeah. that was the best. Like, what was, what was the, like your top, like, three places that you like to go on? Good question. Um, well, demo that day, you know, we did with Orby. 
uh-huh Full rider and all of them that was a good that was fun yeah like when we did the bay area there so that was like i'd say that's top three so, um, Vegas, like, so when you did demo forest or when you did uc demo forest demo. So i've never written like people don't understand like you can do flow until you're tired yeah like it's so much flow that your back hurts and, like your arms <laughs> yeah. hurt and your legs because you're sitting there just squatting like yeah 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 like, last forever and then the climb is a complete pain in the ass but it's totally worth it right um, but you can't drive all the way up to the top like we did before anymore. They put a gate in. It's like you, now you have to climb. So you can't shuttle? You could, but you're not going to shuttle the whole way. So it's like. You might as well just ride it. Yeah. Like, so now you have to climb in and you have to climb out. So it's like, oh. it's like you got to really want it. <laughs> That's why, like, you know, it's, it's deceiving riding demos. So if you do the, if you ever ride demo guys and you do the first part of that fire road climb, Luckily, I got the shuttle the first time I did it. Um, you're almost, you get to the top, and then you descend past where you started climbing. So yeah. you kind of start almost midway. And like you're saying, then you have to climb out. Yeah. So after you just did like 30 minutes of like flow and you're smoked, you got to climb out and go back to the parking lot. It's such a pain in the ass. Well, so and you, it would, fire you, we would usually uh, climb back up again and then do Braille yeah. and then come down and then right. climb out. And they put a new trail in too that actually put, poops you out like, below where flow comes out oh so God. it yeah so like it's only down like down the trail another like quarter mile or something like that but it's but still, still like damn. now you have three options like before if you rode both the climb in the climb out and both the trails you're probably close to like 3500 feet of climbing for the day which is a big day dude you know yeah. what i mean like even yeah, in yeah. Day, that's a big day dude you know yeah that's a lot of riding and now they add that other trail in so you're like well now i have to choose which one i haven't done the other one yet though yeah we'll, we'll go together yeah we'll have to do it man yeah I like definitely if if the covid goes away i feel like yeah. i feel i'm gonna try to say this without getting political but i feel like as soon as the election's over covid's gonna get cured it's just right. gonna be like it's gonna be gone it's gonna be like using oh. it almost as like a pawn in their election process yeah just like, oh. like come on it's just uh... I feel Let's, bad people, you know, getting sick off it. And yeah, it's something course. to be concerned about and all that stuff. But it's yeah. just like everyone's 2020 is just like in the toilet. <laughs> and it's just like, man, it's it's, it's brutal. It's tough. Right? Yeah. People losing their jobs, people getting sick. It's just yeah. oh, man. kids not going to school. Yeah, crazy. You know, my daughter's yeah. a senior this year and I'm, I'm like keeping my oh. fingers crossed for her that she gets to go back to school at least for the last half of the year because it's like. You know, like you go through school, like being a senior is like a big deal, man. The biggest, yeah. It's like the, like, it seems like the biggest, like it is the biggest, you know, event of your life, you know? And it's like yeah. to be doing it from home in bed, like in your pajamas and not even being able to hang out with your friends. Like, dude, that sucks. So she's full, full remote then? Everything's from Yeah, home? yeah, totally. Oh, so, man. I mean, at this point, she probably feels like almost like an adult because it's like she gets up, yeah. she does her school online. They're only doing it like, until like one o'clock so they go to like online from like eight to one and then she like goes to work you know what yeah. i mean and comes home and it's like like she's not even a kid anymore kind of yeah like, yeah you know yeah it doesn't get to hang out with her friends or do it you know it's just crazy yeah because yeah, my kids right now only go to school two days a week they go monday tuesday like tomorrow wow. tuesday and then they're home wednesday thursday friday yeah and i don't know how long that's gonna last it's gonna be once one kid's sick in school then i gotta shut it down yeah right so, whatever but 
Yeah. Back to, uh, I'm glad I don't have young kids where I actually have to be like actively part of teaching them every day. Cause that would be a lot, man. You know what I mean? Like, Oh God, I'm sure you're like teacher now, huh? No, I don't teach anything. I don't have the patience. I'll be honest. I could teach them mountain biking, but I can't. Yeah. You know, it's like, I could probably teach your kids. Yeah. But not I can't teach my own kids because they, they know your parent. Like your daughter's probably respects me more than she respects. Right, right, it's right, right. It's sad, but she's she's comfortable with it. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I leave the, the wife to deal with that. Yeah, stuff. she she does that. She's good. She's a hard ass, so she can nail it down. I can hear her walking right above me. Hi, Melissa. <laughs> I uh, I saw you put her on your uh, your last video, like right in the thumbnail. I was like, you clickbait. You use your wife for clickbait. Her <laughs> bike check. Like <laughs> I got her the, the specialized Epic Evo. Uh huh. Super fun bike. It's just lightweight, easy to pedal. You know, she's not doing anything crazy like bike parks all the time. So it's like when you said that you guys went, went into the shop, you you guys were looking for a fifty ten. That's what she was planning yeah, on. Because like, she doesn't care what Shirley gets. I yeah, just wanted to bike. Yeah, just, you know, make it a little more fun for her. So I was looking at the fifty ten because fifty ten is like like you're saying earlier. It's a good do it all kind of bike. Yeah, totally. Uh, but it still pedals really well and all that stuff. And then she rode it and she's like, it was fine. And I was literally, the bike was against like the cash register, like at the front of the shop. Mm -hmm. And I was about to buy it. And then she's like, what's that bike? It was sitting in the corner just by itself. And it was an Epic Evo. And it's like this light purple, pinkish hue. Yeah. Like, it's a really my... pretty color. Yeah. Yeah. It is yeah, pretty cool. It's like a hot purple. Yeah. And then she yeah. picked it up. And it's like 25 pounds. And that's the base model. It's like, it's just so light. Right. For so that, and I'm like, okay, get that one. Yeah, nobody yeah. put the baby in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. literally it was sitting in like under like shit. Like there's boxes yeah. just hiding in the corner. Like like no one wanted it. Like, right. But That's yeah. So now she's riding a 170 bike, just smashing stuff. When are you guys gonna do another video of you guys on the trail just tearing each other up? Uh I think the new one, well, the first one well, let's see. I can't ride probably until spring minimum. Uh, and then that's when she wants to ride with me because I'll be out of shape. Oh yes, that makes she's her happy. Smoking my ass, so she's gonna right. be ragging on me. So I think that'll be the first time. Vice spring. Yeah. She's good at good to go. So I'm sure that'll be comical. Oh yeah, it'll be funny. She's she's good shit. She's funny. <laughs> um, but back to um, places I, I enjoy the most riding when I was flying. Yeah, so right. We were different destinations. Um, so like we said, Santa Cruz is one of them. I think Vegas is. Up there in the top three. Dude, I really want to go there. Oh my god, it's like riding on another planet. Yeah, I, I would have never, ever, ever, ever thought about riding there until I saw single track samplers video, and I was like, "What? That looks cool." So I rode those places. Like I think Brian and single track rode together. Um, Blue Lake Canyon. Yeah, it looks like nothing. It looks like nothing on camera. Right. Of course. But you of get there, you're like, "Holy shit!" But everything rolls really good. I think uh -huh. I told me through it, but it was on like someone else's. It was on a red, like a demo bike that was a piece of crap. So like I felt like the thing was just slapped out. It wasn't even the bike was a piece of crap. It just wasn't maintained. Yeah. So like everything's rattling. I just was a little scared <laughs> to send it on it. Right. Um, so, but oh my god, it's such a good ride. We have to ride it in wintertime. That's because uh -huh. it's so damn hot. Right. Um, right. So if you ride there like in February, it's beautiful. It's uh -huh. like, it can be fifty degrees, sunny. The dirt's good because sometimes it snows a little bit. Like uh -huh. and then. It, evaporates but the dirt stays kind of a little wet oh right. when it looked like it was like not sandy but more like rock like just it's more like it's jagged rock yeah jagged, yeah jagged so, rock. and then it's sandy but then yeah. there's like a clay there's a clay mixed in with it so it almost has it like that sedona yeah red dirt feel 
Uh-huh. Um, right on. But Sedona's probably up there, too. I love Sedona. Yeah. Sedona. And anything in the P&W. Anything in the PNW, right? Big Dirt's so good. It's just like Big Dirt's like next level. Yeah, every time I like we get that dirt like a couple of times a year. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, when it rains for a little yeah. bit. Then, yeah, like yeah. here in the spring, like it's it's amazing cuz like all of that our trails are like so packed. So in the spring it's like it just turns it into like like the perfect dirt. You know what I mean? Like like it's nothing but grip for days, but it doesn't last much longer than days. You know what I mean? Because like, <laughs> I remember watching a video. It could have been years, or it could have been. Uh, they don't make videos anymore. It's a shame. Trail Peak. Oh yeah. Because they ride Auburn. They ride yeah. Auburn a ton. And yeah, yeah. Like it was one of your videos too, and it's also like in your background of like your your uh, YouTube channel. I don't know. If oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the connector for the the culvert trail. Yeah. Yeah. So culvert. I'm like, remember when we rode it? I'm like, dude, it looks like the desert. Yeah. And then in spring, because it's in spring, right? When you it looks like that, it's like the trail. The dirt's like nice and black, and there's yeah. green, like lush, like grass, grass. all around. Yeah, it's all pretty. I get there, dude. It looks like it looks like the apocalypse, dude. I'm ready, I'm ready for the freaking zombies to come out of the trees and eat me and shit. Like Jesus, <laughs> it doesn't even look like the same area though. It doesn't. No, it doesn't. It totally changes. It's, crazy. it's like a yeah. dust bowl. Oh. <laughs> I'm sure right now the air quality is just complete shit, huh? With all the fire. Yeah, it's, it, it's it's been pretty trying over the last few yeah. few like months or so, but um, right now it's actually not bad at all. But it was it was really tough. Like honestly, with everything that was going on with COVID, you know, and being locked up and not going to work and not being able to go to restaurants and like you know what I mean, you're already kind yeah. of feeling like a little like. I think like, like kind of pent up from it, you know? And then I was like being real hardcore on the diet too. So then I was like, you know, kind of like depriving myself of even the little bit of stuff that you, like everybody else would be like having to like kind of deal with it, you know? So, and then when they, then when the fires broke out and it was like smoke too, I like, I actually got to a point where I was like, this is really messing with me now. Like at this point where I'm like, like, this is the like riding bike was the only thing that I had that was like giving me like happiness and solace. You right. know? And then to be like trying to figure out where I could drive within two hours to go so that I could actually ride my bike because the smoke was so bad, you know? Like, like, enough. Enough. Yeah. I'm like, I can't handle this. Like I'm, I'm going to lose it. Like, <laughs> so it it's like, Oh my God. That's why I was like hesitant to fix my knee. Like, you know, just cause it's, it's, it's your therapy too, right? Like it's yeah. Yeah. Your, your therapy. It just puts me in a mood when I, you, know, you probably get this too. You wake up and everything kind of feels impossible. Yeah. So it's a little task. Like you're like, oh, I got to make my bed. Now yeah. I make breakfast. Just like everyday stuff. You're like, it's, it just seems like it's overwhelming sometimes. But then yeah. if I just say, you know what? I'm going to go for a ride. Yeah. I come back and everything changes. Yeah. I always call it single track. Therapy, you know? Yeah. You ride, you put in a different state of mind when you get back. Yeah. It's just like you're happy. I was talking to somebody about it the other day. They were like, like, no matter how hard you could try, like you start a bike ride out, like pissed off about something, like you never yeah. finish it, still mad. It's true. It's <laughs> you know, even if you just freaking climb the whole time and like yeah. got a flat and like you still finish the ride and you're like, oh, that was better. You know, like yeah. a bad ride is still a good, you know, still a good day. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. true. It's, you know, it's like I remember earlier in the spring, I was start when I was starting to get faster because I was riding so much. Uh-huh. Um, 
a lot of like this, like I was just riding by myself because I wasn't sure about this whole COVID thing. I didn't know the right. severity of it. Everyone was kind of just, all my friends I usually ride with were all just staying segregated. We're just playing it smart, you know, because we didn't yeah. know. So I'm riding by myself. So I'm, what I'm using is Strava, like right. on my phone. So right. like, keep track of like my PRs, just kind of right, like right. have a little competition with myself. And I started right. getting like KOMs, like on seconds. Mm. So people were like, and then my, my phone GPS couldn't keep up. Well, um, so like I was faster than that. Yeah, they see the effort and they like, it'd spike like in like 50 miles an hour on one part of the section of the trail. Uh, so I'm like, who cares? I'm like, really? So they, all my rides start getting flagged. So I had actually go out and buy a Garmin. Uh-huh. Little head unit, you know, like that. Yeah, yeah. So I bought a Garmin and I did the same thing. I got even more KOMs now, just because I'm riding so much. Right. And I, but I bring that anger to the trail, like, yeah. Call me cheaters, you mother beaver. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, at the end of the ride, I'm like, who gives a shit? Right. Like, awesome ride. Right. I feel like in shape. I feel healthier, you know, because I did it. And like, oh. yeah. Which so Garmin did you buy? Riding. Huh? Which Garmin did you buy? The A530, like the little one. Oh, like, okay. the little, like the medium size one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You like it? Yeah. yeah, yeah there's all kinds the, of stuff. Um, like you get like hang time and like. Yeah, so like I turned all the noises off. But like when I first got it, I'm like, what the hell is it beeping at me? So every time you went over a jump, it'll beep, beep, beep. <laughs> tell you like, re- like you look at it and it says, great jump. Great yeah. Jump. And then you can go back once you upload it to Garmin Connect and you see like where you jumped. You know, like, yeah. yeah, the hang time and all that stuff. That's kind of cool. It's yeah, funny, I used to have funny. that. I used to have the 520 and I broke the screen. And then um, I ended up getting the, the small one now. I think it's like 130. 130, yeah. Because it's like barely, yeah, it barely takes up any room on the cockpit. Like you don't notice yeah, it like much. That. And it has like the data that I want to see. Like I want to see how much elevation I've done. I want to see how many calories I burnt. I want to see how long I've been riding. And that's really yeah. it. You know, and, and after the fact, then it uploads the Strava for me automatically. So then I can like talk shit to my buddies about like whatever segment time or, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, but otherwise, like, I think it's really like, I think it's really um a good piece of hardware to have. I, I like it even like I have uh one of the watches yeah. and um C-Lock gave me that and I rode with that for a while and I just didn't like it as much because I, and it's, this sounds like so like first world kind of problem, but like having to move my wrist to look and see that the data, like it, it just bothered yeah. me. And then it would irritate me sometimes too, whenever I was riding, cause my wrist would be like pushing against the watch. And sometimes oh, I would then, like, like, yeah. Or I would yeah. like actually stop it. Like sometimes uh, it would hit yeah. the button enough that it would like stop and I'd get somewhere else and it'd be like, Oh dude, it didn't, it wasn't running. And then whenever I would ride road bike like that would be even more like having to move your wrist to like see like with the road bike i don't look at cadence but i would look at my speed so it's like oh i'm trying to stay around you know 17 miles an hour or something yeah, like that you know and yeah. so it's real easy just to look down and and have that and honestly i, lo- I love it plus yeah. like you can go back for years dude it's like you know hey man i rode at this one place back in 2007 and i can pull the gpx up and we can go ride it again Right. I, I don't need. What I bought it for mainly is the five thirty one. Yeah. So I was gonna get the one thirty because I all I wanted was the tracking. So mm-hmm. when I take those bitches KOMs, they can't complain <laughs> because because the data would be accurate. Right. You know, they can't complain. And then they ride with me, and I just blow the doors off. I think it's freaking right. Accurate. Whatever. Um, I got the five thirty because I wanted the map. So like, 
if I go somewhere, I can download like a GPX file. Yeah. Let's say in a PNW, I'm by myself. It, it gives you turn by turn directions. Like, yeah, go up there, make it right there. So, yeah, and it does it right cool there feature. on the screen. That is pretty cool. I yeah. usually um, use another, like, a, like an app on my phone whenever I'm using the GPX. But I could see how that would be nice to have it just like not have to, yeah. like, because what I'm doing is, you know, I get up to an intersection and then I have to like ride yeah. through the intersection, like, 20 yards and then pull it out and see like yeah. the map, like, oh yeah, I am in the right spot. You yeah. know, so, I used to use trail forks, but now you have to pay for it. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of crazy too. Another freaking thing to pay for. I'm like, oh gosh. Right. Well, I feel like they could have done a better way of monetizing that. Yes. Like, like either just putting ads on stuff or like, why not just like charge for the app? Like one time, like 10 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. And then like get it that way. Cause I feel I like, or like make me pay for the like map packs. Like I have yeah. to pay for California and I have to pay for Oregon. And I, you know what I mean? But not yeah. like, I don't like the, I don't know. I just don't like the, the, it uh, just kind of brought it out of nowhere too with no warning. Like, oh, yeah. This is it, on Cause I think you can get within like your home location. Yeah. Get like a, for free. Like, I'm like, I, right. I want my home location. I know the freaking trails around here. I want right. to go to like New Hampshire or Vermont. Right. That's when I would do the most, like going somewhere new. And it's like, oh, now I know I'm not going to get lost. Yeah. But what is it? It's like, what is it like a buck a month or two bucks a month? Well, I guess it was, if you buy it now, it's a little more expensive. You bought it when they first rolled it out. You can buy oh, it in like a cheaper price, of course. Oh, yeah. So I don't know. We're I screwed. didn't get it. I'm yeah. like, you know, screw the man. I'm like, I got enough people on YouTube show me where I'm going. Screw you guys. Yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of, yeah, yeah. It's kind of, it kind of sucks. Like, I, yeah. It, you know, but at the end of the day, like, you know, I do IT. So it's like, dude, I, I understand, man. Servers aren't cheap. Bandwidth's not cheap. You know what I mean? Like, so like, I get it. It is a pretty good app. I'll give them yeah. that. It works well. I mean, you can upload like, you know, your rides, like you record a ride with it. Yeah. And then you upload and name the trail. Yeah. I, I, thought, I thought that feature was pretty cool because my local trails, a lot of the stuff I ride is not sanctioned. Yeah. But then you can put it on there and then people would find it, you know, and like, oh. there'd be like this one guy would create a new trail, he'd literally build it with a shovel and pick. And uh -huh. then you'd upload it and be like any, and, and then it'd be there. And then all of us could ride it. Because yeah, part yeah. Of, you literally had to hike through the woods to find it. Right. Right. So okay. it's like, okay, that was pretty cool, I guess. But I think it's cool too, how they have it like set up where you go and look at the trail and it has like YouTube videos, like tagged with right. that trail in it too. Yeah. So you get so a preview like, of it. Yeah. So you're like, like if you're out here in NorCal, like any trail in Northern California, Freaking Aaron from MTB and Adventures has got a video tagged on that thing, right? It's like So how do you how do you tag you tag yourself in it? No, all you have to do is put the link to the the trail on Trail Forks in your show more and they like crawl YouTube for that. And then um, then it just uploads it. So if, like if I put six trails in my description, it will only grab the first one. So you always whichever one you want to be like tagged to your video, just put that as the and it has to be anywhere in there. It doesn't matter where it's at in the right. show. It doesn't have to be like. So do you do so? Does someone like physically go in there and watch it? Is there or is it just all computer generated? It's just computer. Yeah, they oh, just okay. from that. Yeah, so. Um, I mean, that first one, I first I, I meant to do it for a while, and then finally I like I was you know you know how it is with the channel, dude. It's like a million things that you could spend eight hours on, right? Right. 
and none of them are content. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like a snowball effect. Yeah. 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 So it was like one of those things that was like on the back of my mind for a long time. I was like, I should, I should go through and do this, you know? And, uh, then I did, I spent like all day long, like changing all the, putting all the links in all my videos, you know, it's like, Holy shit, I didn't realize I made 130 videos. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it's so, crazy. Yeah. yeah. And then you do it, and then you're like, I went on the website and it was like the, the trip, they weren't there. And I was like, Oh, you bastards. I'm about to come down to your like office right now, set something on fire. And then I like sent them an email and they're like, Oh, it'll be there like tomorrow. Don't worry about it. And like, sure enough, like a day or two later, it just all popped up. I'm popped like, in there. You guys got lucky, man, because I would have figured something out. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um, yeah, so this stinks. It's nice that you, you. I got to do the the biker uh, uh, podcast with you because it's like I, I'm getting that little point of depression now. It's like I, I'm not able to ride. I mean, it's only been since I had my knee surgery. Um, God, when I have it Thursday, mm -hmm. it's past Thursday. So it's only been Friday, Saturday, and today's Sunday. Three days, not even. <laughs> You're already. Yeah, like new forks on my bike. <laughs> you were like, you had riding for like six months, right? You know, like, you know, but... this. So you're getting ready to get knee surgery, and you're like, man, I'm not gonna be able to ride bikes for a while. I'm gonna sell my bikes. I'm gonna sell all my bikes. And you sold them, right? But they rob with the whole pandemic. <laughs> if you want to sell something on Pink Bike and get yeah. like, usually you know you get those freaking hagglers. Like, if you want to sell anything, right? Facebook Marketplace, Pink Bike. Yeah. You're gonna have that the like twenty for every hundred people that offer you something, only one person offers you something that's even like worthy. Yeah, you're gonna listen to. It's all yeah. like the low ball shit. I sold my so, Bron a couple of weeks ago, dude, and the guy, this guy hit me up. He's like, list, mind you, it's listed at thirty eight hundred dollars. Okay. He's like, I'll give you eight hundred bucks for it, and I was like, sure, with a three thousand dollar down payment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like eight hundred bucks. Like, come on. Yeah. yeah it's like, like, you're stupid. Yeah, like it's not like a, if you said thirty five hundred dollars, you'd be like, okay, maybe. Yeah, maybe like even if you balled me at three grand, like I, I can, I can still like that's understandable. You know what I mean? Right. You could hit me at twenty eight, and I'd still be like, that was a dick move, but I get it. You, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like eight like, hundred dollars. Yeah. Like, come on, yeah. So I get this shit all the time, and like I, we're not riding piece of crap bikes. We're riding right. top right. shelf bikes. Right. So, but I'm telling you. I went on Pink Bike in a Facebook Marketplace. I listed the bike within the Ripley, like the Ibis. I had our Ibis Ripley, the 2021. Uh -huh. I love that bike. It went for, I put it on Pink Bike for what it's worth. I didn't really like crazy, you know, cry, like upcharged anyone. It, it, it was gone within like a minute. A minute. A minute? A minute. I put it on pinkbike.com, listed it. I had like probably 20 hits. Like, brrr. So a lot of people are like frame only this, that I'm like, okay, let me see if I can sell the whole bike first. I'll get back to you. And they're like, okay, cool. Thanks. Let me know. And then I'm like, hmm, I kind of like the parts on the, the Ripley and I could put them on like a mega tower or, or like when I, my knee gets better, I can put them on another bike and just buy a frame. Mm -hmm. So a lot of the people were offering me like they're reasonable offers. So I was like, ah, but the frame guy who wanted the frame was like, offer me a decent price. Uh -huh. So I listed it for. I think the bike was like five grand or whatever, but it came right. with like carbon, carbon, everything, right. you know, I nine hubs, like top shelf shit. It was right. a good deal. And then the guy was like, I'll give you 2,400 bucks for the frame only with it. Cause I had a custom made super deluxe shock uh -huh. and like a, and a the stock regular one. And yeah. I'm like, done. Yeah. And I'm like, he's like, can you pay for PayPal? I'll pay for shipping. I'm like, perfect. 
thing was gone. Right. I sent it out that day. Right on. And so, and then I sold my stump jumper Evo, a guy from like locally just drove yeah. to my house or like, you know, not my house, but somewhere yeah. close. I met him yeah. within an hour. I, I put it on the website. Yeah. I sold Sealock Bronson and my Bronson. They, I think Sealocks yeah. took about a week. I listed it kind of high at first because I wanted right. to see where the market was. Cause usually like you'll know what the market is by like what most of the reasonable offers come in at. You know what I mean? So like if you put it up for five grand and you get like six people that are offering you like 3,500 bucks, you're like, okay, yeah. it's right around that. So yeah. then, you you know, so I, I listed it at five because that thing was dialed, dude. I mean, yeah. The green one, right? Yeah, yeah. It was yeah, yeah. two years old, but I mean, he had everything on it. Everything that could have been the best thing to put, have on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like yeah. factory shock factory, you know what I mean? Like Chris it's King. Wheels. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's there was not a bad part on that thing. So like I listed it at five, and then after a couple of days, I dropped it down to four. No, I didn't even drop it four. I dropped it to like forty five hundred, and then I ended up selling it for four grand. That's not bad. So, I mean, got that, got a good deal though. That was a good yeah, yeah. It was within, yeah. yeah, totally, dude. And it was within a week. And when I listed mine, so like I was like, mine's a little more clapped out than his. You know what I mean? Like, like. I went and had everything serviced and all that, you know, but yeah. like it's definitely like didn't have the same parts that he had. And right. his also a year newer, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like there's, you know, there's another year of riding on, on mine. Yeah. And so I listed mine at 3,800 thinking, okay, well I just sold his for four. So in my mind, I was like, I'll go to three grand if I have to, you know what I mean? I probably dip yeah. a little lower that, but and I ended up getting 35 for it. And and I probably would have got the 38 because there were some people that were working around that price that were going to take some time to get to me. And this other dude like offered at 35. I was like, yeah, dude, here it is. And that was like three days. You know what I mean? I, I really didn't expect to sell two bikes that were, you know, close to $4,000 that quick. Like everything well, I think before that was like, you know, 1500 bucks or less than a thousand you know what i mean so like i feel like there's a lot of people that are willing to pay that you, you know yeah, what i mean like, yeah because that's what my wife's old bike she had a trek fuel ex8 like an older one right and i listed that for 900 like a mm -hmm. full suspension it was like a 2014 yeah you know it'd be a great like kids beginner full suspension mountain bike or another yeah. you know a wife getting yeah. a mountain bike whatever. you know yeah yeah so like when I listed that on Facebook Marketplace, I didn't even bother listing on Pink Bike uh, because I know it was just going to sell on Facebook. Right. People were fighting over it on the comments. Oh, shit. So I just put on there, whoever shows up at this, this location is like a gas <laughs> station by my house. This location first with the cash yeah. gets the bike. And I went to the thing. I'm watching my phone and it's just like this. Oh, so shit. what happened is a guy who's doing a paint job, like a painter, you know, like an uh -huh. interior painter. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't even buying the bike. He his buddy lived in Cape Cod, which is like forty five minutes away from him. He wanted the bike, but uh -huh. he knew his friend was here in the same town I live in. Uh -huh. Had him go to the ATM and meet me at the at the place and bought the bike. Oh right, yeah. and it, and it, they fought over it so much that I listed it for nine hundred. I sold it for a thousand. Oh, he's wow. like, I'll give you a thousand bucks if you just wait for this one guy to get there. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> this is crazy. And right, I, I had a cheaper like rock hopper. It was brand new. I only bought it yeah. a few times. And you know, great little entry level hardtail, uh -huh. and that sold within ten seconds. Literally, like the wow. guy lived in like a town next to me. He just drove to the gas station. And I met yeah. him there. And I'm like, Here you go. Uh, 
this dude at the gas station that works there, he must really think he's like, what is this guy doing, man? He's down here with like the bikes all the time. Shady he's packing these bikes with drugs and just right. <laughs> yeah, you, you gotta have a side hustle. I'm not working as much, you know. Right. <laughs> uh, but I mean, so if anyone gets something from this video tonight, if you want to sell a bike and get into something new, yeah, do it now before like COVID's yeah. done and people are not riding bikes. And because I think the whole market's gonna flood soon. Oh yeah, you're gonna see all these people that bought a bikes because they couldn't do anything else. Right. Then they're going to be able to go to the gym. They're going to be able to go to the bar. They're going to be able to do whatever the hell they were doing before. And those bikes are going to, going to go up for sale. So you're going to see, like, if you're going to want to be in the, the used market here, I, I would think by spring, you right. know what I mean? Like, cause I feel like regardless of, I mean, at this point, I, I feel like, you know, joking aside about what I said about it getting cured after the election. I, I think that for sure by next spring, like, even if things aren't like back to normal by then, it's still going to be like pretty close. Like, you know what I mean? Where it's going to be like, it'll be like the new norm too. People yeah. are going to be comfortable, like circumventing the, the disease. Like, so yeah. like my gym is open again. I go to the gym. Well, yeah. I used to on my leg, but like they only let so, so many people in. You right. have to wear a mask when you, you know, all this stuff. Right. But I felt comfortable doing it because there was no one around me. Yeah. So yeah. I think people doing that they're gonna say well i don't need this bike anymore it's just taking room in my garage yeah or they're gonna be like yeah. dude i spent three grand on this like i'm ready to freaking like get some of that. my money back yeah 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 you know so so i think that you're gonna see like you said the market go and that was part of the reason that i sold my bronson whenever i did like when i rode that the v3 bronson like like i mean you can go back and watch the video like i liked it the suspension was super cush, but it didn't make me feel like I needed to get rid of mine. Right. And I remember you saying when you, when you demo that new one, when it first came out, you're like, man, this thing is plush. Like, it yeah. Cause I think the old Bronson actually does pedal a little bit better. Um, yeah. I don't think so. Like not over tech. Like what I'm saying, like, let's say you're doing like the Auburn, like that yeah. fire road climb in the beginning. You yeah. Both shocks open. I think the old Bronson pedals a little bit better because the VPP on the old Santa Cruz bikes used a lot of the chain tension mm -hmm. to make the tight to tighten up the back end if that makes sense so when, I, you, when you smash the pedals it makes the, everything tight like there's no I, pedal bob i don't i don't agree with you dude like no. i understand what you're saying but i can right. tell you that selling the v2 and and buying the v3 so it's like i rode this trail this week on this bike and i rode and this trail that yeah. on almost every single climb that i've done on the v3 i've pr'd do you think that's geo or pedal characteristics like of the bike? I feel like a lot of it. Cause do you feel like, does, do you do, do you feel like more comfortable on the bike? Like, or does it feel the same to you? The bike feels the same dude, but I feel like it's just climbing. It's, like it's like it pedals better. Well, it does yeah. have a steeper seat tube angle, so that could do it. I don't know what it is, dude, but I can tell you like that, that bullshit climb Clementine that you talk about, yeah. like long one, like, <laughs> Like I went, like I beat it by like a minute, I think my first time riding yeah. the Bronson. And that day I had already rode 20 miles on my road bike in the morning. So I went back up there like a couple of days later when I didn't ride road bike in the morning. And I beat that time by like another two minutes. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and like almost every, almost every climb that I've done since then, like almost every time I'm, I'm PR in it. it it's. Yeah that big of a difference. I, I don't know. 
I, I wish that I, I, you know how I am. I'm not like super in tune with like what's actually going on. Right. But I can just see the numbers on, on my Strava. And if right. it wasn't for the fact that it was like only a week later, like if it was a month later, I'd be like, oh, dude, I'm just in better shape. You, you know what I mean? Yeah, but yeah. it's like literally like it's like boom. And then there it's happening. Time. Yeah. A lot, of the, a lot of people ask me when I do the bike reviews, they're like, so how's it pedal? I'm like, it pedals better, you know, or this, whatever, because it doesn't squat as much. There's yeah. much, you know, there's not much pedal bobble. You know what yeah. I mean by that? When you're pedaling, it kind of yeah. just squishes through the travel when the shocks open. Yeah. So a lot of it for me personally is the geometry. And I can tell you on my V2, I almost always was changing that to like climb mode on the rear shock whenever. Really? Yeah. And on this one, I have had it fully open the entire time. Yeah, I don't really touch the, the, the lower links. I never touch. I, I and I I just I don't touch anything. I just keep I just yeah. pedal. And um I when I first like um reviewed the two, um I felt like my bike, the the V2 was more poppy, and I still feel that way. This one is I definitely agree. like this one like wants to stay on the ground, but you can get it off. Like like once you yeah, learn yeah. how yeah, once you learn like how this bike likes to be thrown around it can be pretty playful, but it, yeah. it, it, it's like natural instinct is like, keep the wheels on the ground and just smash it. Yeah. yeah. No push. It, like yeah. travel, even like a, when you ride the tall boy, which is a 120 bike, mm -hmm. you know, like a short travel 20 on it. Yeah. It feels bottomless. It's just this lower link has some kind of crazy voodoo going on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, yeah. they sprinkle but. some voodoo on that thing or something. Right. <laughs> but yeah, but, no. no, they're good bikes. They're all good bikes, man. I'd be stoked to ride any of them. I yeah. just get the newest ones because I'm crazy and I get a good deal on them. That's the only reason why. Yeah, no, I totally, totally yeah. hear you there, dude. Yeah. So, so back to the, um, you sold all your bikes because you're getting your knee surgery. Yep. Then you go back to the bike shop for what reason? What do uh, you, so you have no bikes, you got bike surgery or knee surgery scheduled for a couple of days later. <laughs> so like, so my wife gets the Epic Evo and I'm, <laughs> riding this you know she just probably has it for like a couple weeks now uh -huh. um and then i'm just riding i have no bike so i'm riding her bike in the front yard with the kids you know this is before surgery I'm uh -huh. like, damn this thing is fun i, I want to because you know her size is too small for me um, uh -huh. i'm like i want to try like the large size like my size uh -huh. so i just go to the shop totally to, not to buy a bike just to dick off you know what i mean just hang it because they're good dudes there yeah yeah, yeah. Like, i just hang out and around yeah, I have nothing to do, you know, I'm working. So I'm there hanging out. And then I'm like, you know what? You know, I have all this money in the bank account. Like, right. Because you just sold your other two bikes or whatever. How many did you sell? Three. Three bikes. Three bikes. So yeah, I, got a, I got a pretty good amount of, you know, change in there. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, fuck it. I'm buying this bike. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm riding it. I'm riding it in the, like, in the shop. Right. In the actual shop. And I took it outside and I threw it in my truck and I literally went back to the couch. So I'm like, here you go. <laughs> and I swiped my credit card and I left and I rode that bike that day. And I'm like, this thing is sick. Right. And then I had like a little mini mountain bike trip coming up. So I needed a bike too. So I was going to borrow one of their bikes. They have a bunch of demo bikes there. Uh -huh. But I was like, oh, they're all clapped out. I don't really don't, right. I want my own bike. Right. I just bought it. And in, in my mind, when I buy a bike, I usually can sell it for what I paid for it. Right. Right. And the I person buying the bike is getting a good deal. Cause I keep, yeah. like, the bike is like a month old. And I right. bike's like really, <laughs> really, really well. So, when they get the bike, they think it's brand new. They're like, have you even ridden this thing? Because like, right. I'll take the power washer and I clean yeah. the tires. 
Yeah, so yeah. There's no, there's no nothing on it. Um, right. It looks so, good. Yeah, they look good. And so then, now you, you bought this bike and you're like, man, I'm super stoked. Why did you go back to the bike shop again? I don't know why not. Because <laughs> I'm crazy. And then I'm looking at my bike. So I went riding with my buddy uh, on the short travel bike. And I was like, oh, some parts of the trail were getting like pretty rough. That was the one oh, you just man. bought, right? I'm like, yeah, Epic Evo is a 110 bike. It's an XC bike. So now you got now you got buyer's remorse on your 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 bike. No, because it's it, the bike is really good for my local trails. Like, yeah. Oh, I see. I and see. And then when I like, I'm hitting more bike parky stuff, but it's like, it's only a short part of the trail in Vermont. I'm riding. Right. And then you know what? I get back home and I'm walking through the shop again, just hanging out with the guys. And then I'm like, <laughs> man, there's only one mega tower in my size. And then the guy in the shop's like, dude, you're not getting a mega tower or any kind of Santa Cruz product on the East coast. It's going to be like, he's like, I can't even put orders in anymore for 2021. They shut it down. The website's shut down. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm buying this damn mega tower. I'm just going to sit on it. <laughs> so there it is. And then of course I'm crazy as hell. So one part of the time is getting tricked out. So nothing right. stock on it besides the shock. Right. Like, Cranks are different, chains different, cassettes different, wheels are the carbon ones, you know. Then I got purple decals from my sticker dude locally, and I'm like, oh yeah. my god. Then the new fork, and uh, so huh, that's why yeah. I'm crazy. You're gonna you're you're gonna end up with like you're gonna end up with like six bikes by the time you get done with your uh, your surgery. <laughs> you're like, I, I am eyeing like this cheap like I kind of want to do a video series. This is like one of my ideas. Is, um. So the rock hopper I had cost like 900 bucks. It's right. like not the cheapest one. It was like the second from the best rock hopper, but the rock hopper specialized rock hopper is like an entry level. Target yeah. For yeah, yeah. And I want to buy the cheapest one, which is I think retails for 500 even, mm -hmm. but it comes with like a, what do you call it? Torny derailleur. You know, it has no clutch mm -hmm. in the derailleur. It has like a oh, wow. eight system. It has like, cable actuated disc brakes what are they doing the frame is solid and the actual wheels are pretty good so i yeah. want to do a video saying like can i with aftermarket parts make a better bike you know buy the yeah. 500 basement but can i make a better bike under the 900 budget like make it better than that 900 bike the specialized uh, cells oh like, i get what you're saying like go on amazon and buy like whatever brakes then buy like a better would it be cheating if you were buying like used stuff on on like on like craigslist or a pink bike i don't know see that's why i want to like kind of yeah to me i feel like it would be cool like if you're like if you allow yourself to do that you so know what like i mean four, yeah like i'd give myself a 400 budget because like you can get some really good stuff like i built katie's 5010 and um i got a fox factory fork that was like a takeoff that somebody put something bigger on you know yeah and like the like this wasn't even cut or anything. I paid like 500 bucks for it. Yeah, you know, like a thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, it's never been used. You know, like you could tell, like there's never been, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. So, like, that's what, like, it'd be a cool video to do that. And I don't have to ride the bike. Yeah. You know, I can just be like, okay, here it is. And then do the process. So, like, uh -huh. I was watching one video with like Seth Bike Axe. He upgraded like some kids' little hardtail. Yeah, yeah. And my my daughter actually has the base rock hopper, the five hundred dollar one. I'm like, there's no need to get her anything better, but literally, shit's falling apart on it already. Right. So I'm like, you know what? Maybe I'll upgrade that fork that Seth used on that kid's bike because it was a hundred dollar fork on Amazon. Yeah. But well, that's what I was thinking a minute ago when I said that was like, maybe you find 
like a three-year-old like fox you know 34 or something like yeah. that somebody's willing to sell for like 200 bucks yeah. you, you know what i mean like you could still get like a pretty like badass fork yeah and show people how like hey look you can buy this 500 hundred dollar bike and actually make it like sick but on a budget you know 400 dollar budget you know or yeah whatever whatever the number is that you're shooting for. yeah because when i bought my chameleon like my plan was like I bought the bottom of the line chameleon, but that's still like an eighteen hundred dollar bike. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? And then I was like, turned it into like a six thousand dollar hardtail. You know what I mean? So like, because well, you, you got the carbon one now, right? Yeah, you yeah. Had the, you had the aluminum one, and then you went carbon. Yeah, I really like it, man. I, I really like that bike a lot. But I, I honestly, I'm like, there must be a little JC rubbing off on me or something. I've been thinking about selling it the last couple of days. Probably like a week or two. I've been thinking about it. You get freaking top dollar for that nugget right now. Yeah, I know. The main reason I don't want to get rid of it though is because like it's so much fun, dude. Having a hardtail. Hardtails are fun. Yeah, and and if I got rid of it, I would buy a a super short travel twenty nine er. So like, yeah, there's no bad bikes. It sucks. That's why I skip. That's why I go through them so quickly. Yeah, like oh, I just want to. I want to. I want to taste the fruit of every single bike. Yeah, yeah, right. just, just give me a little bit. You're like a junkie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we should do another another one of these in like a month and see how freaking crazy you are, dude. You're like <laughs> tinfoil hat and everything, dude. You'll be like <laughs> losing your shit, man. Well, I'm gonna make a t-shirt now, like like you just said. I'm gonna go JC. Yeah, go like, all put it in quotation marks. <laughs> buy a shit ton of bikes. Right, I'm probably the one of the worst on YouTube. I think. Out of all the YouTubers who mountain bike, I probably go through the most bikes. I can't think of anyone who goes through more bikes than me. Nobody else is buying them like you are. Like I would yeah. say, the only other person that's like riding as many different bikes as you is Yum Yum. Like he's always yeah, like, yeah, yeah. He just demos them. He, but I mean, he goes through bikes pretty quick too. But I actually buy them. Yeah, yeah. You so got. When I do like when I when I review it. I actually I probably ride them for like at least four months. You know, instead yeah. of like one day. Yeah. Um, try to give a more accurate review, but no, but I he definitely rides. I think that's the legit way to go about it. You know, I was getting into it earlier, like when I was talking about the Bronson and like, I'm surprised now that I've been on my V3 as long as I have, that I didn't like it more whenever I first wrote it. And I think the only, the th what I've been saying to my buddies is like, I feel like I kind of told myself I didn't like it so that I didn't feel bad about not being able to buy it. You, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like, nah, it's not enough to talk me into buying it. But realistically, like, I kept thinking about how plush the suspension was, like how good it felt. And that, and then with the like bike market of where it is, I was like, well, if I sell my Bronson right now, I can get myself into a new one for not much more than what I'm going to sell mine to. You, you know what I mean? So, and I already have another set of wheels for the bike. So what I did was, uh, Moonlight wanted to get some reserve wheels. So I was like, I'll find a Bronson that has reserve wheels. He'll buy the reserve so, wheels off of me. Right. And then realistically, it cost me like 1500 bucks for that bike. Right. I mean, it's not for a brand yeah. new bike. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, you know what? Like, there's no way I can't do it. But honestly, um, it's been really surprising to me, like how much better it's been. And th but that's from putting so much time on it. So like what you said a minute ago, I mean, I think that means a lot, you know, that you ride them for a while before you're giving the, you're doing your review videos. You yeah. Know? So like the, like the Delano peak, like Fazari sent me the bike. Uh -huh. so I was like, 
I'm like, when can I get the bike? Because when I the bike I got was actually not a production bike. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like one of their we call it not not a not a test mule, but it was like a one of their early production, like a pre-production yeah, yeah. bike. Like yeah. everything was ironed out yet. Yeah. So I either like you know go into the review with an open mind because it's not our final product, but it was pretty ninety nine percent done. It's just like yeah. the cable how they put the cable routing in it. All the little stuff wasn't like ironed out. So like yeah. I actually gave them feedback. I'm like. Hey, this little cable thing that fastens the cable inside the frame needs to be adjusted. You need to put like a foam pad here. And they're totally receptive to it. They're awesome. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, thanks for the input. And they actually did it. They made the change on the bike. So like wow, that's but cool. I got to ride the bike for like almost two and a half months before I did the review, before their release date was. So that was mm-hmm. pretty cool. And then I got a good understanding of what the bike could really do at like a bike park or you know, mm-hmm. my local trails. Um when I interviewed those guys, like I really liked they like the personality of the company seemed like they were like yeah. really cool. Like really, really and the guy Tyler is a super cool to work with. Like he's a super yeah. nice guy. Like yeah. that's who he, I think you interviewed on the, yeah. the live stream, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, just like really just laid back guy. He likes to ride. He's got a Yeah, it just like dude. Yeah, there there was definitely like a few companies that like when I talked to him and just like you're like, man, these guys are like like you want to have beers with them, like you feel like like they're really cool. They're not just like trying to sell you their product, you know? Right. And yeah, they like really true. like care about their product and like are you know what I mean like and yeah. they 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 were one of those companies that really came off like um, real genuine to me you know yeah. not to say yeah, that they make a decent bike they're fun bikes I mean yeah and they're just their customer, customer service is really good like so when I bought I actually bought the first bike you know, mm-hmm. the uh, the Sol so like I didn't call them like hey I'm a YouTuber can I get a discount I just yeah. literally ordered it like I just wanted to see how their whole system was I went on the computer did the sizing thing. Mm-hmm. And Tyler, I think Tyler just called me up out of blue. He didn't know who I was. And he was just like, hey, you sure you want a large? You might be a medium. And he discussed it with me. Because, uh-huh. he, he, you know, like, obviously, I know what size bike I want, like, looking right. at geometry numbers and stuff. But he just wanted to make sure that I was aware of, like, what I was buying is usually for, like, yeah. someone your size. Like, you're, yeah, like, six foot, six one. I'm uh-huh. 5'10". I, I'm on the border of a large and a medium. And he's like, okay, what kind? What are you looking for? Like, more of a sled bike? So, you, mm-hmm. you know, or do you want, like, a, a little more nimble bike, which would be, like, a medium? Yeah, and I'm like no, you know, I like well, I want a large, and then he'd tell me like, okay, if you're gonna do the large, I recommend like a 40 mil stem, like a shorter stem, and then mm-hmm. this and that. So that was kind of cool. Like you're not gonna get that from Santa Cruz or Specialized, you know? Yeah, no, they don't give a shit, dude. No, I like, mean you, you get it from your local shop. Yeah, yeah you know what I mean. Yeah, you get it from your local shop though. Like yeah. they'll help you out with that, but yeah, like yeah. you're not gonna get custom parts. Like you have to pay for it or swap it out with your shop. Yeah, like yeah. literally, it's cool that you can go. You know what? Hey, I want a 50 mil stem. They'll put the 50 mil stem on your bike. Yeah. You know, like, hey, can you, I want bars that are 800. Yeah. You know, okay, 800. You know, here you go. Instead of like 760s. Yeah, that's super cool. That yeah. is. So that, cool. that was pretty cool. Really nice. Everybody story. that I've talked to that's had a buying experience with them, it's been good. So, yeah. And then, like, I rode their budget bike for a while. They sent me that in the mail. Uh-huh. I was like, you know what? I want to try one of your cheaper bikes. So I'm riding like the carbon. I mean, uh-huh. that's what I ride 90% is like the high end carbon bikes. Right. I rode the Bajo Peak and it blew me away. I was like, how much was this? And yeah. It was like 1800 bucks. Comes with a dropper. Yeah. Like X-Fusion suspension. The thing was pretty good. Like, if I was getting into mountain biking, I'd be like, this is a really good bike. Like, a lot you know, of bikes. I'll tell you this. I wonder, I want to, since you've ridden so many more bikes since then, I want to see if you feel the same way. The bike that surprised me the most that I've ever demoed was that giant trance. And it was like a bottom of the line freaking giant trance. And that bike was so much fun and like so poppy and like for the price 
Like can't beat it. Yeah. Every time that somebody's like getting into like riding and they're like, you yeah. know, want to spend much, I'm like, I, I just recommended the stance to another friend. It's like the blow the trance, but it's basically, you know, just the same bike with cheaper parts. Right. And it's like, dude, like that bike blew me away, man. Like it's so good. You know what? It, it's an easy bike to ride. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like some of these more modern bikes with like the slap head tube, and you kind of mm-hmm. have to be a little more, I think, advanced rider. At least you know yeah. what you're doing a little bit. Yeah. You have to manipulate the bike and the turn. Like we're talking about how you know it's hard yeah. to turn like these slapper bikes. Um, that bike's just easy. It's like you get on it and you feel instantly comfortable. Everything worked. Yeah. There might be cheaper parts on it, and that's what yeah. makes it cheaper. Like the, it brings the whole price down, but like. The brakes work perfectly. The shifting yeah. is good. Yeah. You know, and suspension, you know, is surprising. Like you said, it was poppy and plush at the same time. Yeah, it was really fun to ride. Like I, yeah, this is fun. Yeah. I, I wanted to rent the evil one of the evil bikes whenever I rented that bike for the first time. Yeah. And and like the shop that I was contacting, like they didn't have any in my size. So I don't remember what was going on. Like the Bronson was in the shop for something, and it was like I just started calling shops and was like f- try to find any bike that I could ride. Because I ride. Yeah. yeah, you know, and then the, the one shop was like, Yeah, we have this for like 30 bucks. I'm like, $30. I'm like, or you know what I mean? I was like, yeah. All right, I'll do this video, you know, totally like coming in, like, I'm like, my shit don't stink. Freaking, I ride carbon bikes, you know what I mean? And it was like, <laughs> Dude, this thing is sick, so much fun. So, yeah, it does make you question yourself though, like, why do right. I spend all this freaking money on these bikes? Because that's the same thing I was like. I'm doing the review on the Suzari bike, which is a quarter of the price I usually spend on my, my, my personal bike. Right. And I'm like, why do I even do this? And when I looked at my Strava, I was probably one second off my climb. Right. Yeah, if I rode it like 50 miles in one day, it'd probably make me a little tired because I think weighed like 35 pounds. Right. But at the same time, like, it'd make you stronger overall eventually. Right, totally. you get used to it. And you always get used to whatever you ride. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It doesn't bother you after you just get used to it. So. Yeah, I mean, the bike technology has come so far, like the trickle down from the high end stuff to the low end stuff is they're not that separated anymore. It's just weight. Like the shifting is pretty similar. Yeah, I mean, I I think like you definitely get what you pay for in suspension. Yeah. Like 100%, dude. And like, I think another place that they cut money is um, like brakes are always like, super shitty on the low end bikes dude and and i can tell you right now like that's the one thing every time i get on almost anybody else's bike that i'm instantly like these brakes blow you, you know like the chipmunks are back yeah or just like they just like i mean i'm 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 used to riding freaking saints with 203s you know what i mean like, you put on the new did you retrofit that onto the bronson that bronson? yeah 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 i moved my saints over i sold the other i put the new Avid or whatever SRAM code four piston. I didn't even ride it once with them on there. I took them off and put them on the other bike and sold it with that. And like, um, on the chameleon, I have the four piston XTs and they are pretty good for a long time. I used to say that there's not much of a difference between that and the saints, but, um, because of like the switching the bikes around and stuff Mm -hmm. like that, I hadn't been on the chameleon for like a month, maybe a month and a half. And I rode it the other day for the first time. And like in the first like downhill section, I was instantly like, "Oh no, the Saints are like way better." Like, it's like power wise. Yeah, power like power I, and- I didn't notice it as much when I was like popping between them, like back and forth, you know. And I think right. it was just like maybe mentally, my my brain already like knew how much better the braking was and was like figuring that out on the on the fly or something. But 
not being on it for so long, like I dropped down into the beginning of this trail and I was hauling balls like I would on my Bronson. I freaking hit the brakes and it was like, whoa, I'm not stopping. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like it was like another yeah. like 10 yards until I got to the speed that I wanted to be at instead of like instantly. You know what I mean? Right. It was like, I, I mean, everyone says good things about codes. I mean, not codes, uh, the Saints. Like anyone yeah. who runs Saints, so like those things are like just badass. Yeah. The power, they, you know, yeah. for downhill and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. But I mean, the XTs, I rode the XTs are actually on that Pizarre I just rode. But the thing that drove me nuts was the damn freaking brake pads rattle in there. Yeah, I heard some other you and I think I think it was Savant that was Savant, talking. Yeah, I, I, yeah the XTR I'm a ones. That shit, dude. I, I can't hear it over my heart rate or something. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> but, like, it drove me freaking insane. I, I mean, I did like I put like a little foam in between it just uh -huh. to quiet it down. It worked, but like, like yeah, you didn't have to. Do Shimano, that. what the hell, dude? Like, you can't make brakes that. Yeah, I always thought it was the 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 tubing in the inside of the frame. Maybe it is the brakes. Yeah, it's, it's the pads. So just take foam, you stick it in between like the little, um, you know, like the little clip that holds them. It's gonna melt, dude. How does that not melt? No, you don't put it like on the caliper. Uh huh. So you put it like you know where like it's in between the caliper, but like you know that little clip and the yeah. brake pads like this. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Your hair, you put it in between that little clip and the pads. Huh. It, gets, it gets hot, but it's just foam, like just like little. Yeah, you're fine. So good at hot as mine. Then. It works. Shit, dude, you, you freak. The, the thing that drives me nuts about SRAM brakes is that they squeak. They make yeah. that. The like, yeah. You know, I mean, I have two threes on this Mega Tower, and their code are like their best brakes, RSCs, yeah. and they still make that noise once they heat up. They go. Yeah, they're horrible. That's the only reason I got rid of them. Like I didn't honestly, I didn't. I, I didn't dislike them because of the breaking power. Like I, I do prefer that, like the faster bite of the Shimano's personally, but it did. That wasn't the reason that I, I got rid of my Saram brakes. The reason I got rid of my Saram brakes was a hundred percent the noise that they make. You can clean them and put new pads on and you'll get like one ride that they are like dialed and you're like, Oh, I fixed it. I figured it out, yeah. you know? And then like, then you do your second yeah. ride and it's like, you know blah, 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 and you're like oh, yeah <laughs> you know like it's you know there's one fix to it if you buy it's hard to make it work though if you buy shimano ice tech rotors i'm not sure you yeah. have the ice tech with the black yeah. inside the aluminum yeah. inserts yeah. and put them on with code calipers yeah because what it is those stupid center line rotors are like they're horrible thinner. yeah they're horrible and they they, they actually warp really yeah. easy so i've already warped this front one already it's like a little out of true so I yeah. can bring it back to the shop and they have that tool that straightens the rotors, but I'm just going to put Shimano rotors on it. You know, I, I, um, I went when, whenever I first had the, cause I had like the guide ultimate or ultimate guide, whatever they called them. Right. I had those. And, um, then I bought the center line two piece, um, um, rotors because I was like, Oh, this is going to, what's going to solve it. And then I like changed my pads and none of that like made the, this noise go away. And at the point where it was like, try the ice tech. Cause I, I agree with you. I feel like it's the ice tech. They, uh, they just dissipate heat better. And yeah. I think that's what Shimano in general does. Like even on their pads, they have like heat sinks on their pads. I think that's what they're doing. They're just doing a better job of dissipating the heat. Yeah. And, um, so once it was like buy ice tech rotors, I was like, screw this, dude. I'm just buying other brakes. I'm like, I know how to fix this problem. Get Shimano, you know. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but 
but another one too is and if you don't want to do the the shimano ones a lot of guys use the the galfer stuff they say those yeah. brake pads even on the the sram um rotors there that something about the compound the compound that they use just like yeah doesn't get as loud so because yeah because what it is too i think is that these pads heat up so easily like you're saying mm -hmm. that they boil the um the hydraulic fluid in the yeah. lines so like after a while if you're doing like bike park stuff i mean if i ride shram brakes they just kind of get mushier and mushier yeah. and yeah. mushier and then i bleed them when i get home with the shimano i'm like they stay rock solid the whole day they might yeah. be rapid but yeah. like, I, I'd rather have brakes than not have brakes. <laughs> so it's like, I, I feel like, you know, people that get on them and they're like, oh, they're, they're too grabby. You know, I feel like if you ride the bike for, you know, right. a week or two, like your brain gets used to it and you, you don't notice it anymore. You, you know what I mean? Your like, fingers get used to it and you kind of modulate it with your fingers yeah, a little bit. Yeah. There's still modulation. It's just, it's just like, I don't know. That's, I used to con like consider when they say, oh, I like SRAM because it has better modulation. I'm like, you mean you just don't like brakes because they don't right. work? You just don't like, like that's, that was their excuse to like justify <laughs> SRAM brakes. I called it modulation. I'm like, no, because you mean the shit doesn't work. I want right. something that when I hit it, it locks the back tire up. Right, so right. It's doing its job. But, yeah, I always tell people the best way to know that your brakes are shittier is to buy buy better ones. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> as soon as you buy better brakes, you're like, wow, those other ones were crappy. I didn't even realize it. You know, like. Yeah. And it's like once you get used to a part too. Like I'm used to like these codes now, so yeah. I actually enjoy them. Uh -huh. It's just like after a long day of like bike park or extended descents, they do get that little chirpy noise, and then the yeah. rotors will warp a little bit every time. Yeah. But like they stay pretty much rock solid the whole day. Though, yeah, so. that's garbage though. As a YouTuber, that was the thing where it's like, dude, I watch my old videos where I was had those SRAMs, and it's just like I want to punch people in the face. Those were your best videos though, because you're like, here comes the freaking chipmunks again. Like, yeah, right. You hear like. Doo -doo 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 -doo. <laughs> oh it's crazy holy crap dude i knew that this two hours was going to go by quick man because wow. you're always a great person to talk to so it's super fun do you um i always ask people before they get off like what's some of the other yeah. youtube channels that you watch whether it's like mountain biking or not like what do i watch so i watch all you know this, this like all you guys still um i don't watch the bigger ones as much yeah like What's name doesn't even come out with videos anymore, I don't think. Uh, Alex, Alex right? yeah. He's, he looks like he retired at, at Seth's house. <laughs> I'll still watch Seth. I don't like watch him religiously. Like, I used to watch all his videos because they're like, especially his, his older ones. I just like his, his style of editing. Mm -hmm. But now there, there's too much production. I'm like, yeah, hey, I'm done. Yeah. There's, like, he has like a film crew guy. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> they don't seem as genuine. You know what I mean? I feel like he's just making it into a business, which is awesome. But like, yeah, missing that personalization you had with his older ones. I like his um, stuff still, man. But I, I see what I can, I can, I can, his older ones. Yeah, I can understand what you're so saying. Honest. Yeah, I can yeah, totally understand so, what you're saying, dude. I, yeah. So like, I watch like, so I actually watch, I guess, Berm. What's it called? Berm, Berm something is spinoff. Wait, Berm Berm Peak. Peak. no, wait a minute. I, I'm going to screw this up because I think Berm Peak is now the set, the main channel. Yeah, so I was watching like so you know, Burn Peak Express is the other one where it's like he does RC cars and whatever he feels like that day. So there's no more Seth Bike Hacks. Yeah, he got rid of Seth Bike Hacks. So Seth Bike okay. Hacks is now called Burn Peak. Okay, so that's what I was trying to figure out because I was like, YouTube started peak videos, I mean, but are all his old videos. Yeah, yeah, no, he and changed. Like, and that's when I was like, oh shit, it's all the ones when they get, he was in Florida and stuff. I'm like, oh, these are yeah. the good ones I like. Yeah. And I started watching them all over again. Like, this motherfucker's got me again. He's getting double YouTube pay. I watch these videos, but they're good. I like the 
those videos, you know? I'm like, ugh. Um, yeah. So I watch him still, I guess, technically. Um, what about other mountain bike YouTubers? You I watch Savon all the time. Because Savon videos are just like, they're short and sweet. I yeah, like those videos, you know? Like, I like the one that he did a couple weeks ago. It was like, will this work? And it was just like, he like put the... Yeah, it was like yeah. you know two minutes of like he changed the derailleur on the or the cassette or something like that, and it was like you didn't even say yes, it worked. It just showed you, you know, yeah. what I mean? like he's yeah. super intelligent though. He knows what works and doesn't work, you know, in film. And then his voice is so silky smooth that yeah. You know, the best thing about James was is uh you didn't know what he looked like for the first like year of his channel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he did like a live stream, and everyone's like, "Holy shit, he's Chinese." <laughs> <laughs> Someone said that in like a live stream. I almost died because you know I'm part Chinese, so I can say yeah. that. But I like, dude, I was dying. I was, I didn't know what he looked like either. Oh I yeah. Showed his face, and he's like, you just wondered like what voice produced, yeah, you know, what produces voice. And I always pictured like a like a six foot five like yeah. tall dude, like big and muscular. You know. You want to know something like, funny? I had him on on the biker bar a couple of weeks ago, and you know beforehand I'm like trying to make the thumbnail. And I was like, oh, I did a ride with him up in Tahoe. We, we rode this trail called Toads. I was like, I'll yeah. just grab that video and then I'll get, you know, a screenshot out of that. And I totally forgot because on that video, I'm like, oh, you guys are going to see my uh, MTV Savant. And I just panned up to like his nipples and didn't show his face. <laughs> I remember that video. <laughs> so I even got myself like a year later, two, three years later. I was like, damn it. <laughs> I gotta go find a picture. He's like, he just, he's under the radar. He does it yeah, so right. well though. And then, yeah. uh, so I watch, you know, I watch it cause he doesn't put out videos every day or anything. So it's like, yeah. it's easy to watch his videos when they come out like every yeah, other week yeah, or whatever sure. he does. Yeah. Um, but what I, I had been watching like recently are like food channels. Oh yeah. So like they just go out and like, in like Asia or wherever, and yeah, yeah. it's called like one uh, guy. I think he's in New York now or Seattle. I can't remember. Uh -huh. but it's like strictly dumpling, uh -huh. and he just eats like cool Chinese food and Korean food and stuff in like oh, different yeah. countries. So like he'll eat yeah, it in the yeah, U.S. Yeah. and stuff, but then he'll go to like China and like eat all these crazy dumplings because oh, you know cool. my dad's half, my grandpa's Chinese, so like I see this food, I'm just freaking drooling right. to eat it. You know, because I've been stuck at home, not going anywhere. Usually, I fly yeah, to like New York or. Seattle and go to like a cool Chinatown and get my fixings, but now right. <laughs> so I've been watching it on TV. Right on. Now you're I'm gonna be sad. food and mountain biking on TV. That's I like, could be a foodie. I yeah. want to be a foodie. Yeah, there you go. I like to eat. I do too, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> so what have you been watching uh recently, Rob, real quick? Oh, like man. anything other than mountain bike uh channels? I'm trying to think of what has had me. Dude, I get sucked into some weird shit, dude. I mean, like, I'm like, I don't, I don't even know how I ended up over here. You know what I mean? I'm like, the, I don't know. Like, I can't. Like, I'm drawing a blank right now because you put me on a spot. You know, but <laughs> I can tell you, like, there was a few a, a while back. I watched this guy go out in the woods and like clear all this brush off of this old ass tractor crane, like bulldozer that was like buried in the woods and like. Worked on the engine until he got it running and like drove it away. And I was like, why did I just watch that? Like, I don't even know. Like, that, that sounds like something I would watch though. Like, you have yeah, one beer, like, yeah. you have to go to bed, and this thing comes on, and you're like, huh, uh huh. Yeah. And then two beers go by, and you're like, oh, really? You know who else I got sucked into recently? Oh, man. I don't, and this is like obvious, but do you ever see that Mr. Beast guy? No. 
What's that? He's like this young kid, man, and like his channel's like humongous, right? Like, okay. like, and he does stuff like, like here's a here's a, a brand new Tesla. Whoever can keep their hand on it wins it, you know, or like. Oh. Yeah, you see his picture like on the trending shit all the time. Yeah, right? all the time. Like, dude. With, with Porsches or something. Yeah, crazy. where he like bought all the cars in this used car lot, and then like anybody that like came up to buy a car, he'd like sell it to him for like a dollar, you know. And they would just be like, "What?" You know, and and he's it's, like a kid. Yeah, he's, yeah, a kid. he's, he's like, like twenty years old or something. Right? Yeah, if he's twenty five, at the like tops, you know what I mean? Like, holy shit! But it, it's just he's like just it's, it, he's just killing it on YouTube. I guess he makes so much money that. Yeah, basically, you know, like that's what it really comes down to. I, he gets I, like a hundred million views on his videos, right? He gets right. something ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. It's crazy. Can you but imagine? You go oh, back God. and look. Like he was doing YouTube like eight, nine years ago. You, you know what I mean? Right. Ten years ago, he was he was like freaking eleven years old when he started his channel. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's like, and over that time, you know, he's just like plugging away and plugging away. So, I mean, maybe that's what we just need to do. Do another 10 years, man. We'll be freaking giving away Tesla. <laughs> do your, what, there's that website. Is it like social blade? That yeah. yeah. Your growth. So yeah. Like, in 10 years, I think I'll have like 30,000 subscribers. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all set. Okay, yeah. Dude, it's taken me three years. I think three years. So I'm only going like three and a half years right now. I yeah. started my channel. I only got like 13,000 or yeah, 13 right. almost. I'm like, yeah. but like the first like year and a half, I had no, like I had no clue, even like barely how to upload a video. So <laughs> I think it'll grow a little faster now. All you right. got it, dude, man. You're, you're cooking along, brother. Hey, man. Yeah, it was super awesome hanging out with you, dude. Yeah, Rob. It always, always, always is, man. I really had a blast. I got to figure out where the hell this thing is. I'm supposed to click on right before I say goodbye. I'm totally drawing a blank here. There it is. All right. <laughs> it, only takes, it only takes a bike to be a biker. Oh, you're good. <laughs> I always want to say it. You want to say it? I'll let, I'll let you, I'll let you go ahead and do it. But I can do it right now. Yeah, go for it, man. Close it out. It only takes a bike to be a biker. So go be one. You fucked it up, dude. You had one I job. <laughs> Only takes a bike to be a biker. So get out and be one. Go get out, man. <laughs> go get All right. it. We'll put it up here. There it is. It's on the screen. <laughs> there you go. It only takes a bike to be a biker, guys. So get out and be one.